Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Drinking beer and watching sports is pretty awesome. And one of the few things on par is drinking beer and playing video games. But dropping all that cash on games that end up collecting dust after you're done with them sucks. But there's no sense in trading in old games unless you really want 25 cents off your new one. There's a better way. Gamefly. Gamefly has over 8,000 new releases and classics available to rent for Xbox One, Xbox 360, PS4, PS3, PS Vita, Wii U, Wii, and 3DS, as well as older systems. As a Gamefly member, you can rent as many console and handheld games as you want and get them delivered right to your mailbox for one low monthly fee. And if you like a game so much that you don't want to send it back, you can keep it for a low use price. There are never any due dates or late fees, and Gamefly also offers the ability to rent Blu-ray and DVD movies as part of the regular service at no extra charge. And right now, Gamefly is offering fans of Craft Brood Sports a premium, free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. To get that free trial started today, just go to GameflyOffer.com slash Sports. That's GameflyOffer.com slash Sports. Or just head on over to our website, CraftBrewSports.com, and click the Gamefly link in the menu bar. We've all been there. You're standing in the beer aisle staring at the same selection that was there last week and just wishing you could try something different. That's where Tavor comes in. Tavor is the best and easiest way for you to get the beers that you can't find in your favorite bottle shop. No need to hunt down people to trade with or worry about sending some sketchy guy a PayPal account hoping that he delivers on the bottle that you want. Tavor has your back. They only work with independent breweries, so there's no risk of getting suckered into buying an InBev beer pretending to be a craft brew. And it's insanely easy. Just sign up for your free account, download the Tavor app for your Android or iPhone, and you'll get notifications when new beers are ready. Just go to the app and click Get It, and they'll put the quantity requested aside for you and ship it to your door. You can ship as many beers as you want for a flat fee, and you can schedule your delivery as soon as one week and as late as five after you select the beer you want to buy. And now, fans of Craft Brewed Sports can get $10 in credit after you buy your first beer through Tavor.com. Just go to our website, CraftBrewedSports.com, and click the Tavor link in the menu bar. Create your free account, and after your first beer is shipped out, you'll see a $10 credit hit your account. There's no commitment, no contract, no gimmicks, just great beer delivered directly to your door. Football 200. Your choice, do or don't name this play in which the quarterback runs the ball and can choose to pitch it to another back. It's an option play. Ryan? (laughs) 
football 400. I can tell you guys are big football fans. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tom Landry perfected the shotgun formation with this team. Dallas Cowboys. Uh, do you think we should go to commercial? <laughs> Ryan? Take it on to 600. Okay, by signaling for one of these, a returner can reel in a kick without fear of getting tackled. Fair catch. Two clues left, Ryan. 800. These penalties are simultaneous violations by the offense and defense that cancel each other out. And they are called offsetting penalties. Let's look at the $1,000 clue, just for the fun of it. You hear me? As Minneapolis's U.S. Bank Stadium prepares to host Super Bowl 52, I'm looking at the Ring of Honor with names from this defensive line. They took the Vikings to four Super Bowls. If you guys ring in and get this one, I will die. <laughs> Who are the purple people eaters? We're going to take a break. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Craft Root Sports. I am Mike. With me, as always, my main man Scott. This is Craft Root Sports. What Scott is so funny. It's the best. What is so funny? I find nothing hilarious about <laughs> nerds not knowing a single thing about football. I love the fact that like we just keep getting Jeopardy drops for the show. Like yeah. just every couple of months, it's just like ah, here's nerds who don't know what they're talking about. Trebek is savage. He is the the most savage. Uh, so much for that Canadian pleasantry <laughs> that you hear so much about. <laughs> Not with Trebek. He's still pissed about all those Saturday Night Live jokes about him. He's like, I'm uh, taking it out on all these nerds who don't know football. Right. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> this is Craft Root Sports. Uh, Scott, you ready to have this cake of sports knowledge? Yeah, sure. Let's go ahead. All right, deal. All right. Uh, awesome. Thanks for saying that weird. That throws me all off. I like to do that. <laughs> uh, we got an awesome show for you guys. Uh, as always, share the show and we'll end up doing a shot. Uh, this week we still got Fireball because... I still haven't gone to get Bailey's. Um, <laughs> I forgot so, that's why we had Fireball. Yeah, I just saw it sitting just down here when we came here. I, just, I was like, oh, that's right, Fireball, but I forgot there was a reason to uh, it. So share the show. If we get up to 20 shares, we'll do a shot of Fireball. Uh, and that means not just Scott and I, uh, but everybody on the show tonight. And that includes my dad, Papa B. <laughs> Sitting in, we're gonna make you do shots of fireball with us. Yeah, How you doing? you're not the first. <laughs> uh, I could have gotten like good stuff too. I could have brought down like the Jameson or something, but you got to suffer a little bit. That's... Well, you suffer enough for everybody, Mike. <laughs> Scott, Scott has made you his bitch week after week after week. I'd like to note that the first curse word uttered on tonight's episode was not by Mike or I. Just throwing it out there for our loyal listeners who may or may not think that we cuss too much. That wasn't a cuss word. I, just throwing I, it is out bitch there. one is is bitch a word that you can like I don't think that gets censored, does it? I don't know. I don't think you can say it on ESPN. I think you can. I think you can say bitch. I don't think that. You know it's weird when you could say like dick when you're talking about like somebody being a dick, but you can't say dick when you're talking about your dick. I think that's kind of weird. Mm. That's like a weird <laughs> TV rule that they have. It's All right, like, good night, everybody. <laughs> Uh, Pops, thank you for for joining in. Uh, uh, Thanks for having me, Mike. What made you agree to do this? Let's start there. (laughs) Your your mother. 
We're all about honesty here on the show. Here's, here's the best. I told my mom when they said they were coming into town, I was like, well, we need dad to do the show then. Dad's got to sit in on the show on Friday night. And she goes, oh, Vic, they, I hear her tell my dad on the phone, oh, Vic, they want you to sit in on the show. And my dad goes, what show? <laughs> <laughs> he calls in almost every week. And what, goes, show? what show? What show? What are we talking about? What show? They, they got a show? Do? Yeah, but I, I always call in late. <laughs> I hope you make it this whole time. Well, I, you may hear some snoring over here. <laughs> Scott's supposed to kick me. I, I've got one job tonight. It's to host, co-host the show and kick your dad. All right, well, we got a ton that we're going to get to. Let's start off with the motherfucker of the week. Uh, the poll is open on our page. Two choices, as always, this week. Uh, do you want to give the first motherfucker yeah, of the week candidate? Yeah, this week, the number one nominee is... Well, it's actually a giant group of people, but if you're a chief Wahoo defender, sympathizer, supporter, <laughs> still hanging on to the past, still loving your whiteness, because that's mostly who it is, um, <laughs> you have been nominated as a motherfucker of the week for this. <laughs> and next up we have... Next up is Nerdy Jeopardy contestants who don't know shit about sports. You are also a nominee for White Mother for White Mother for Motherfucker <laughs> of the Week. I'm just adding in all of our different yeah. uh, stuff. Uh, you are a nominee for Motherfucker of the Week for not knowing the option. How do you not know the option? Like the clue even said do or do not. Like they were the clues were trying to tell even the nerds. The how offsetting to that penalties question. one is the one that really got me. All of them. All of those were. <laughs> they were. Very I'll give them purple basic. people leader like that. That was the only one. That was the only one that I'd be like, you tough. get a pass. Yeah. Kind of, you nerds. Uh, yeah. But those are also uh, up for motherfucker of the week. So place your bets. Uh, let us know who you think deserves. Nerds or racist sympathizers. <laughs> we really, tough one. We, we always do this with this poll. Skewing. <laughs> one is clearly the worst option, <laughs> and then you just see the people who are like. No, fuck those nerds. Yes. <laughs> well, the, this week, anybody who votes for the nerds, I'm going to assume is a racist sympathizer. So they've got that going for them. <laughs> I'm not racist. Just re- it's history. I just really hate nerds. It's history. They've had the logo since the 40s. It I don't agree right with back. the logo, but I just really hate nerds. <laughs> We will uh, we'll get into Chief Wahoo. I kind of want to talk about that a little bit later. Damn, on. Francisco Tuso. Go vote. What did he say? He said kind of like Scott and black hockey player. <laughs> you just I'm not don't, even sure what he's referencing. You just don't know him. Like, I, I know. It's not, it has nothing to do with being racist. I just don't know them shits. <laughs> just no clue. <laughs> Plain and simple. That is, that's Devontae no. Smith Pelling. <laughs> right, Pierre Edward Bellamare. Yeah. P.K. Subban. <laughs> I was going to say Patrick Subban. Thank you for the save. Oh, man. I wish, if you would have said it again, we were going to start it all over again. I would have been joking. Yeah, sure. That's fine. <laughs> That's an ominous sign. Oh, all right. Great. What? Great start to the show. Um, anyways, lots that we're going to get into today. Uh, stick around because we do have an episode of Craft Brew Sports Theater coming all the way up. over there. You want to help a brother out? Oh, yeah. All right. Well, let me do the show for a second. All right. You go <laughs> ahead. Intro the beer. Tell us what we're drinking tonight. Um, I'm going to pronounce this wrong, but we're drinking uh, Something Easy by uh, Lagunitas. It's a Something Easy Ale. Close enough. I think it's Lagunitas. Lagunitas? Uh, okay, whatever. I'm not... <laughs> 
I'm not so, one of them Mexicans. I can't pronounce it right. <laughs> oh, I thought we were being Trump supporters. <laughs> Shit, I was going to drink hams. <laughs> There's plenty available. Actually, right around the bar, there's a, the rest of that 30-pack is sitting there. I had for thirteen ninety. Yeah, I, I was going to say I had a 10 spot. So it's a fair price. Week. It is such a good deal. It is. For $13 to have 30 decent beers, it's fantastic. 30 beers that get the job done. We're really killing this craft-brewed game here as we're t- talking yeah. up hands. <laughs> Yeah. Talking up cheap I'm beers. Not sure. I'm this not is sure good. How to pronounce this is good. This. It is a good beer. It's good. It's um, not bad. I didn't think I'd like it, but it, it's really not bad. Well, it, the the weirdest part is that it smells as if it's an IPA, but it doesn't taste or yeah. drink like an IPA whatsoever. That's I know. My I really biggest takeaway. Um, I don't think it's a full IPA. This is probably like just an American ale, like an American yeah. pale ale. So it's more tame on on the hopped flavor. Um, but initial tastes are really solid. I like this one a lot. Uh, color is weird. It makes me feel like I'm drinking something cheap because it it's just so light looking. Um, and it <laughs> is. I think it's only like call us sometime. Oh, and gives a phone number. I think we should do that. Call later. them live on the yeah, show. Yeah, let's call them live on the show later call on. Them live and tell them it looks like dark year. <laughs> yeah, Tom Tom Herman would Tom be Herman upset. Would be upset about this beer <laughs> if it came out of any one of his players. <laughs> what is it? Is it like five percent? I feel like it's a light um, uh, a light ABV I on didn't this one. See that before we started drinking. I don't yeah, see I it anywhere on the. Can I did not either. research enough on so this one. Know. This was one of those that uh, I was like, well, we can't do a Tavor beer because we got a guest coming on. So let me pick something up at the store. Hey, this is something I haven't had before, and I, and I picked this one up. It might be on the box. I think it's like 5.8 or uh, or something like that. So it's a little bit on the lighter style. Uh, but you can tell that just by looking at it. Um, but yeah, taste is pretty good. It's not bad. We'll see how it holds good. up. <laughs> we will see. It's been a while since we've <laughs> seen how things will hold up. This does feel like one of those beers that like at first it's like, yeah, it's not bad. And then by like two or three, you're like, oh, God, I don't want any more of this beer. <laughs> it and has just, the potential to fizzle out. Yeah. I, I will say that. It's it could, smooth drinking right away, but I have a feeling later on I'll be like, eh. yeah, we'll we'll see. <laughs> Let's right. get into upper deck. Ringing endorsement. <laughs> but hams, we're all over that shit. Yeah, we're in the hams. I mean, if this starts turning bad, we could get some hams. We could turn up with hams. Here's the other. Not only does hams have thirteen ninety nine for thirty pack, they also have three ninety nine for a six pack of sixteen ounce beers. Where do you get the 30-pack for Kroger? Kroger. Is that Kroger? Yeah. Okay, because I don't think I've ever seen it. Yeah. You got to check over by, like, the bush lights and the... You know, the <laughs> well, section, just, just in general, the, the 30-packs. You normally hop right over because you're not in college anymore. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> it's not in the beer snob aisle. <laughs> right. It's, yeah, it's, that's that's why I haven't seen it over, years. Over with the common folk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> not, not the connoisseurs, the common sewers. <laughs> <laughs> It's right next to the beef jerky. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's get into Upper Deck. Brought to you by Gamefly uh, Make sure you head on over to our website, CraftBrewSports.com. Click the sponsorship Fly. link. It's a free thirty day trial. All you gotta do is sign up. You can cancel free. it anytime like in thirty days. I mean, get it, do it now, right now, go. All right, we'll wait till after the show, then go. Yeah, then go. Or do but, it while you're listening. I mean, yeah, you got you know, you got, got several two devices. hands. We are such good salesmen. Fuck yeah, killing this. <laughs> All right, we're gonna uh, upper deck with the motherfucker <laughs> being back in the news. And uh, when I say motherfucker, there could only be one. Well, there could be a long list. Tom Brady. No, Derek Jeter. No, A Rod. 
No, but you're naming a lot of motherfuckers. So. <laughs> I should well, probably right. go when on. You said, when you said there can <laughs> only, only be, be one, one, I'm like, you call somebody a motherfucker every week. That's true. <laughs> well, I'm talking about that motherfucker, Brett Favre. Uh, he finds his name making headlines uh, this Super Bowl week, but it's because he's being sued. <laughs> Uh, Calais Capital Management is suing everyone's favorite dick picker to the tune of $16 million for his role in marketing SCORE. Um, SCORE, spelled S-Q-O-R, is a social media company that was formed around the idea of helping athletes monetize their online selves. But Calais says that Favre and his business partners misrepresented SCORE's prospects so that they could get the $16 million in investment funding. Uh, basically, they threw a bunch of fake numbers at Calais, saying that they had all sorts of reach and all this new social media site was going to blow up. Uh, and in fact, they're just now hearing about score, just like the rest of us are, because <laughs> I know I've never heard of it. But Mike, how the fuck does a company get catfished to the tune of $16 million? Yeah, I feel like this is completely on them to, you know, Brett Favre came in and was like, listen, I can get these guys to sign up. Right, and they can get all these other people. So just give me the money, and I'll I'll make it happen. And these guys were like, "Yeah, you it's wear Brett jeans, Favre. you wear jeans, and you got a beard now." Yeah, you I'm, sent dick I'm pics. On board. <laughs> yeah, you gotta be. This is legit. <laughs> Didn't you cheat on your wife when she had cancer? All right, we're we're all in. <laughs> we're we are all the way in. Are, are you doing family values? You would never lie. So yeah. yes, you are. Sixteen million here. Do you need more? Are they from Louisiana? <laughs> Oh, that's a good question. Maybe they are. Maybe they're headquartered. Maybe they're just stupid. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, clearly, if they're writing a $16 million check without looking into things a little bit further. I don't really have much sympathy for him for that. I I don't know how you could write a $16 million check and not vet everything. I mean, even if Brett Favre comes in and says, hey, you know, I got this great opportunity. It's like, okay, cool, Brett. Give us the details. We're going to do some research. We'll get back to yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. That's not one of those that like happens the in business the pitch meeting. business 101. <laughs> I don't, and I don't get the idea I of, would do it if I was writing a $10 check to Brett Favre. Yeah, yeah. I don't get this idea <laughs> of I'm not scoring. writing Brett Favre a check anyways. He's got enough of his own. That's yeah, that's the other thing. Like, why are you, if, if Brett Favre comes to you and is like, listen, I need $16 million. It's like, mm-hmm. motherfucker, go sell some more jeans. Yeah. You get All your right. own $16 million to put up. Don't you got that little... Fake razor and light thing to sell <laughs> that you can pedal money off of. Contact the browser looking for a quarterback. <laughs> would they do it? Do you think Cucklin would bring in Favre oh, right yeah, now? Heartbeat. For $16 million easily. <laughs> Brett, we'll, we won't pay. We'll just fund this score thing you're looking for. <laughs> well, good for him, I guess. Good, good luck to you in court. If I was the judge, I'd be like, uh, so did you look into this? And when they were like... But he lied to us. <laughs> like, well, be like, you're fucking dumb. Yeah, get out. <laughs> Favre wins. Unfortunately, <laughs> I know. Un- either way, this some bitch did it again. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, let's move on. Uh, Madden would be there all celebrating because he lost. <laughs> that's just that's just an example of more win. <laughs> <laughs> True. Yes, yes, that those. I feel like there's going to be a lot of those tonight. Those yeah. those lines are going to pop up quite a bit. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Uh, before the NFC Championship game, you guys might remember this story. 
Philadelphia cops made the news for greasing up light poles around the city with Crisco to try to keep people from climbing the poles celebrating the uh, the Philly win. Tax dollars at its finest. Yeah, they, right they were just like, uh, go go to Costco, get a shitload of Crisco, and just rub it on the poles. But, you know, we've got the funding for this. <laughs> right. Uh, Nothing else was, we need to be doing in the city. Worst part was it didn't work, and people were still <laughs> climbing the poles and being crazy and being Philadelphia. Um, so, clearly... The police are a little nervous about uh, this coming Sunday because win or lose, Philadelphia will burn. That city is going to shit. No doubt. No matter what happens. Uh, so they were like... Hey, rightfully so. <laughs> yeah, as long I mean, as they burn down Citizens Bank, I'll be all right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyways, uh, what are they going to do for the Super Bowl? Originally, when this when we first put the story in, the cops said, "Fuck it, we're not going to do anything. Like it doesn't matter what we do; these people are idiots and they're crazy, and they're going to climb this pole no matter what. So we're not going to waste the money." Uh, that later uh, was updated because the website Pornhub. What? What is uh, this? Pornhub. I've never heard of. Uh, I had to Google it. And did uh, you? Yeah, I was like, "What uh, is it? What is Pornhub?" I checked Wikipedia to be. What's safe. the spelling on that? Um, it is a P O R N H U B. Just for research purposes. Yeah, just check that out. <laughs> okay, uh, you know, uh, later on tonight. Pornhub. Uh, they offered one hundred and thirty-six gallons of lubricant to the city of Philadelphia. <laughs> 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 they they offered it to the city, saying, "Quote barrels of lube at the ready here at Pornhub." <laughs> And offered that up to Philadelphia to grease up the light poles. So that would have been one of the most amazing things I've ever seen is just Philadelphia cops with like a dolly and a barrel full of KY jelly just rubbing it on the pole. Like these fuckers with ain't getting both, up here now. With both hands. <laughs> yeah. We gotta lube up these poles. We don't want anybody climbing them. I mean, what? Also, Pornhub. What, why do they have a stash of. They're, they're Why the, do they have a stash? No, hold I on, mean, hold on. They're just the conduit to which, uh, allegedly, I, I heard, <laughs> that they're just the conduit to which you get to the porn. Like they're just, they're just the site where it all because they're not making the porn. Yeah, themselves. like what, what do they need the loot for? I mean, I guess it's for their office workers. Maybe that's a perk of the job. <laughs> Free lube. Hey, man, just go dip your hand in the barrel. There's barrels at the ready. Just go on and grab a barrels. scoop. Oh, shit, we're out. Uh, we gave some to Philly. We'll, we'll be good next week. Don't worry. <laughs> wait, till, wait till the next fiscal quarter. We'll, we'll stock back up on lube. Wow. Uh, this story was updated again as uh, just the other day. Philadelphia came out and said they were going to use motor oil or uh, motor grease to to put on the light poles. What are they wily coyote? <laughs> well, their reasoning <laughs> for it. Here's their reasoning for it. They said they may still be able to climb up, but good luck getting it out of your clothes. Oh, so their, their tactic is they're just really like, worried yeah, about. Their we're going to ruin that Randall Cunningham jersey you've been rocking since the '80s. Suck on that one. Wow. <laughs> I'm oh, all right. I'm, I'm impressed. <laughs> Philadelphia's got this whole law-abiding thing figured out. Wait, who gives a rat's ass if they climb the poles? What well, are they worried about them falling and getting hurt and suing them? Probably. 
but you get halfway up with the lube and you fall and get hurt. <laughs> I think maybe you're a little bit complicit now because you lube the freaking That's fall. A good That's what I was going to say. I'm like, fantastic yeah, if you do something to it and then they get hurt, yeah. you're in more trouble. Yeah, right. So now you're really screwed. It's a, uh, judge, we tried to prevent it. We went to Pornhub. We got a donation <laughs> we got the lube. of 136 gallons of lube. We lubed up the poles. Our officers as, were out there lubing up the poles. As you are wont to do. And uh, these they they took it upon themselves, uh, shall we say, put matters into their own hands <laughs> on the lubed up poles. <laughs> wow. That's a pretty good one. <laughs> That's a good story. Yeah, All right. One. Well, I am shocked that uh, this week this this story wasn't scooped because we're always bitching about how people in the group are constantly putting things out there and for this one to go through the cracks is kind of shocking but in more former nfl starting quarterback news there's been a johnny manziel sighting Woo! he must have seen that xfl i think he just woke up the baby (laughs) sorry jude he, he, he understands for Johnny Manziel, though. We were all a little excited on the last story, so it's fine. Ah. We, we amped up the volume. We just need to rein it in a little bit. <laughs> all right, well, in true Johnny football form, <laughs> the, uh, the one-time Browns starting quarterback was back at what he does best when he's not on the football field, which is now two years and counting for those keeping track at home, and that's trolling. Uh, a picture was put up this week with a caption on Instagram, and it was quickly deleted featuring Manziel doing his infamous money sign gesture in his brown jersey with the caption O16SZN. Wow. For those who are uneducated, that would be O16 season. Uh, as mentioned, the caption was quickly deleted, but since the internet is faster than you can ever be when you post something, it was, of course, screen-grabbed and will forever exist in the internet anyway. No word on why Johnny deleted it, because, well, I mean, it was true. They did finish 0-16. Yeah, I don't... Plus, he's also not trying to get a job with the Browns again. I don't, I don't get think. the butthurt about this. Like, you went 0-16, you're going to get shit talked to you. Especially by well, I don't understand Johnny bothering to yeah. delete it. I mean, was he? Yeah, is he worried about offending the Cleveland brass? I feel like this is a, he's afraid of any negative publicity as he's trying to get back into football because well, it came out that like him and the Canadian. Yeah, but team the, are, the point being this: it fell through the cracks because first you have to be an NFL quarterback. It's a good point, and he's a he's a douchebag, <laughs> a complete utter douchebag. Well, there's the the official assessment of uh, Johnny Manziel, spoken by a, a true Browns fan. So, who are we to go I against? I mean, that's that? true. Yes, that's a, that's a hundred percent true. Uh, by the way, I just want to go back real quick to the last story. Uh, Boyle asked if I said fistal quarter. <laughs> <laughs> I see what he did there. Boy, that boils quick. <laughs> that one had to be. I, I missed the comment when it when it actually came through, and that one. Baird uh, repeating for the show. <laughs> and it's way better than this Johnny Manziel story. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> All right, moving on. We're going we're gonna to go on. Uh, when it comes to the best halftime acts for basketball games, there's a, uh, a fairly short list. You've got the silent military drill team, which is one of the most amazing halftime shows I've ever seen. You've got the quick change duo, where they just like throw confetti and all of a sudden the lady's in a different dress, which is crazy. Uh, the weirdest part of that one is when she's got like different hair. And it's I like, like the dogs one, jumping through hoops and shit. Dogs jumping through hoops yeah. is a good one. Uh, but anybody who has been to any type of college basketball game within the last 10 
years probably, knows Red Panda. Uh, and this isn't just college. He goes to NBA games as well. Red Panda, real name, Rong Niu, travels around the country and performs at basketball games uh, at halftime, riding a seven-foot-tall unicycle and balancing bowls on her head that she kicks into place. So she's on this unicycle and just kicking bowls onto her head and catches them and everybody goes crazy. Huh. Uh, it's really cool to see uh, one of the best halftime shows I've ever seen. But this week, on a trip from Phoenix to San Francisco, something terrible happened. Um, Niu said that she saw her bag come onto the conveyor belt, and then when it was about 10 or 15 feet away, someone took it. Now, it's unclear whether it was an accident or intentional, but there was another reported unicycle theft that day in San Francisco. <laughs> so we have multiple unicycle thefts in the same day in San Francisco. I think it's a work of a serial unicycle. Thief. I was just going to say, then, you know, more than one makes it a serial. <laughs> yes. Um, at that point, like, <laughs> if the person did accidentally take the wrong bag, they probably would have realized fairly quickly that it's a seven foot tall unicycle and not like their oh, underwear. Hold that on. <laughs> You never know. Yeah. You could get all the way back to the hotel and think that that was completely legit. I don't remember packing my unicycle, but I must have. Here we are. I picture it's just like somebody who got off from like a long work trip and they just threw their suitcase in the guest bedroom or like, I'll unpack it later. Fuck it. And then like a week later, they're going to be like, what is this unicycle doing here? <laughs> yes, Katie. That is indeed what it is about love. Just fireball. To know if it was fireball. Yeah, she can she can smell that stuff from miles away. Uh, anyways, it's a uh, this is a travesty. Red Panda has already had to cancel a show at UCLA because weirdly enough, can't just find a replacement seven foot unicycle at uh, at Walmart. So what? she is uh, yeah she's she said she's had this. I thing feel like for, you're not trying. I mean, get some like glue or something. Get a couple no. unicycles, glue them together, staple them shits. <laughs> <laughs> Get some of that lube to put in between. You can't. Well, you can't put lube on your unicycle. You're gonna fall off. I don't know how those things work. <laughs> Black people don't use unicycles. Apparently, only Asian people and thieves in San Francisco use them. <laughs> then white motherfuckers. <clears throat> Otherwise, I got no clue. <laughs> oh shit. I, I I mean somebody had to steal that right like there's no way but no, somebody had to know somebody had to know exactly who it was here's and the what other they question were stealing. why do you want a seven foot tall unicycle is there no, that yeah, big of a black yeah. market that you're man I'm gonna top you're not gonna use it right you're not gonna ride a seven break foot your tall. freaking neck it's just <laughs> just one of those things to say you you got right I, I stole red pandas unicycle <laughs> I mean that's it right I mean otherwise then, if you sit in that back behind my garage yeah because because I only have seven foot tall ceilings it yeah, doesn't fit in my house yeah, I have no idea what you do with it but that's, I mean just to say you yeah. did it right I guess so fucking San Francisco hey stop the unicycle thievery in San Francisco that's what we're here to say today. It's tech companies get and rid unicycle of, theft. Get rid of Chief Wahoo. Stop unicycle theft. Those are our platforms We're starting for the a crusade. <laughs> Those are platforms for the evening. Well, and, I, and grease the pole. <laughs> <laughs> then there's that. I, I feel like we should have done the Philly story later. I love fan. this next story. <laughs> Philly story is not going away, Mike. <laughs> we'll be yeah. greasing the poles for a long time. Moving on. 
really missing Joe tonight. Right. Uh, so 150 Patriots fan or fans are just finding out this week that they don't have Super Bowl tickets. Aww. They thought they'd have them, but a company called Ticket Score had a service that they offered this year where you can guarantee tickets to your team's championship game by paying a weekly fee. You can opt out at any time with no refund, but if you went through the whole season and your team made the championship game, you were guaranteed tickets to the game. So a bunch of dumbass Pats fans made the uh, enrolled and uh, made their payments, only to find out this week that Ticket Score will not be fulfilling the tickets as promised. Aww. And according to an email that the participants received, Ticket Score is going out of business. They sent quote. I regret to inform you that Ticket Score will be unable to deliver tickets to this year's Super Bowl and will be closing permanently after over six years. I want you to know that I have tried everything in my power to deliver tickets. Prices were set at record highs in anticipation of the first ever home team making it to the Super Bowl and have never recovered. The letter goes on to say that Ticket Score ownerships will pay out anywhere from 2500 to 3000 back on the people depending on the ticket zone they signed up for. Mike, you'd be livid, but I'm just like, ha <laughs> I mean, I'd only be livid if it happened to me. But when it happens to, like, a fan base that's that's I don't like, it's hilarious. Fuck them. How do you, I mean, if somebody offers you, hey, listen, just pay me every week throughout the whole season. Yeah, and I'll that, get you. On, on its face, this is a really odd offer. It's not even like... And if they don't make it, you get your money back. Yeah. Like, there's none of You're that. You're guaranteed You're, nothing this is just they like make it a to the gamble. Game. The whole thing is a gamble. And, uh, yeah, it's so dumb to even take part in this. And Once I feel again, like the maybe, only teams- Maybe Brett Favre was selling. <laughs> <laughs> I got $16 million, I'm out. <laughs> it, it is Ticket Score, right? Isn't that the name <laughs> yeah. of this? Ticket yes. S-Q-O-R? <laughs> we found How it. How funny would that be if they, they were tied together and Brett was just sitting over here? I'm getting all the suckers. Yeah. <laughs> I, that, yeah, that's a really weird thing to get involved with. I mean, and, and think about it. Unless you're a Patriots fan, what other team would you feel confident enough for? Even the most rabid of fans where you're like, you know what? I'll put this money down blindly, and if they make it, I get these um, tickets. But if not, you know, whatever. It was worth just pissing only, away all this money for the only people that i could see doing that if it's opened other sports and that that's the only thing in the story we don't know if it's just nfl or if it but it seemed like you could do it for any sport because they kept saying championship game and okay. not like super bowl so i would say uh golden state warriors fans would probably if that was do an this. option yeah uh alabama fans would probably want to do this yeah uh outside of that nobody yeah no I other mean, fan base is gonna be like yeah yeah, that sounds like a I'll good deal. Blindly throw down money. How pissed would you be? Like, let's say you were you were paying into the system and your team loses in like in the championship, the conference championship, yeah, the conference game. championship game, and, and like they're out, and you're just like, you motherfucker! I will never <laughs> cheer for you pieces of shit again. Just, this is this is a great scam, though. It is a there great are, scam. No, yeah. and I I don't want to argue the point, but there are a lot of dumb motherfuckers out there that <laughs> no. will do that. Yes. I mean, well, I think there's 150 could, of them at least. Well, that's a minimum. I, well, that's probably least. just the tip of the iceberg. Right. And seriously, everyone that's not an Eagles or Patriots fan just willingly gave money to the system. Yeah. And yeah. got and have absolutely nothing to show for. Like, these Patriot fans are like, ah, oh, man, I got gypped out of what I was promised. Think about all the other idiots who were just like, yeah, I totally bought into it with no yeah, guarantee right. anything, the, and I have nothing the, the to The biggest idiots of all would be the Browns fans that bought into this <laughs> shit. 
and, and I'm sure there were some. some. <laughs> there had to be some. Um, I don't know who Paul is. Hugh, Hugh Jackson <laughs> comes to mind. I don't know who Paul is, uh, Dad, but uh, Paula says I'd like to grease Papa B's pole. So there you go. That's uh, <laughs> whoa. Oh, <laughs> Nobody's wanted to grease our poles anytime during the show. Papa V shows up and boom. We got listeners wanting to grease greases. Uh, wow, that's a crap rude sports first. Uh, I guess I don't. Yeah, Paula wants to be my new mom. I don't know what's happening here. This is weird. <laughs> Joe hit us with it. Moving on. All right. Yeah, yeah. That's Let's about the as best we can hope for. We're gonna get into this last story, and uh, it's it's always great when we have a chance to do this. Um, let's set this up by saying. Warren Sapp let SI reporter uh, Tim Rohan hang around for the weekend, uh, and they were talking uh, a variety of topics, mainly, though, what had happened the night of uh, Super Bowl Forty Nine when Sapp ran into some trouble during that Super Bowl. He was eventually fired from his NFL Network job. Oh, my son said hi. Oh, that's much more... uh, (laughs) Much more PC. He doesn't want to grease my ball. (laughs) Thankfully. You don't have a Tom Brady thing going on with your kid? No, not even a little bit. (laughs) All right. So anyways, uh, this this reporter was uh, hanging out with Sap to find out about this night when Sap lost his NFL Network job. Um, Sap treated Rohan to a night out in Miami, including going to a strip club. And with that, uh, we are pleased to present another edition of Craft Brood Sports Theater. (laughs) <laughs> For tonight's reading, I will be playing the role of the narrator, Tim Rohan. Uh, Scott will be playing the role of Warren Sapp. Odd choices based on skin color, but go ahead, Mike. I feel it's accurate. No. Anyway, <laughs> shocker. You would. <coughs> Continue. Sapp predicts that he won't last beyond midnight, but then at halftime, around 10 p.m., he announces we're relocating. <clears throat> we need to get... Some ass in your face. He says, Sap orders a vodka soda, gets me a gin and tonic, and surveys the scene. 20 bucks for a dance, he informs me, but for 150, he says, there's more to be had. Sap seems happy to have a reporter around, a platform to voice his opinions again. Earlier in his car, he waxed poetic on current events from the U.S. president. You wake up now and ask, is this motherfucker going to start a war? To VP Mike Pence. His Bible must burn up when he puts his hand on it at night. To Colin Kaepernick. Anytime the shit you bring exceeds your talent, you're out of here. Our drinks arrive, and Sap calls a girl over, offering her $100 to dance for me. He's trying to play host, maybe curry favor. Full disclosure, I do buy a dance, but I use my own money. Later on, I notice he hasn't gotten a dance himself. They've... Gotten hidden cameras in the back room. I swear, they'll blackmail you if you're the right person. Here's how Sap says it went down. Speaking of the night of Super Bowl 49. Late on the night of Super Bowl 49, after he finished his broadcast work for the NFL Network, he headed to his hotel in downtown Phoenix and was going up to his room where he spotted some of his coworkers drinking at the lobby bar. Flag one. I'm hanging out with people I don't typically hang out with. And these women, we're in their company. What happened next is the subject of some debate. Sapp outlined his version of events in a taped interview with Phoenix Police, a copy of which was obtained by the Monday Morning Podcast. Uh, Monday Morning Quarterback Podcast, excuse me. From the bar, Sapp says he took two women up to his room, each of whom he paid $300 in cash. Everybody, 
get naked, he told authorities. And he started taking pictures of the women on his bed. To police, I'm silly like that sometimes. <laughs> Sap received oral sex, which he recorded on his phone. And then he suggested to one of the women that they have intercourse. At which point, the woman asked for more money. That's when I said, this is over. I grabbed his stuff off the desk area, threw it out the door. In Sap's version of events, one of the women spat in his face as they left and grabbed his phone from his hand. Sap found himself naked in the hallway trying to wrestle the device back. The two women told police a different story. Sap, they claimed, grabbed one of them by the arm, choked her, and threw her out of the room. The report, the police report notes bruising on her right arm and an abrasion on the left. And, and scene. <laughs> been our most professional craft root sports theater ever. That was better than the Fletcher Cox one <laughs> just from the the standpoint of it was actually acting out things. This yeah. wasn't reading text messages so you don't this have is, any context. This is Warren Sapp in his a, element. A tip of our cap to the uh, uh, the authors and the writers. Uh, we're just the actors. <laughs> we can only do what, what we can with uh, the piece that we're given. But this one, Bravo. we could really bring this one to life. And we were proud to do it for you. <laughs> Shout out uh, to Warren Zapp. <laughs> so I knew he got fired. I didn't realize all the details of this story. But all it- I knew was it involved prostitution after hours uh, like in Arizona that was it like after he got off from NFL Network I knew that much and that was it like I didn't know any anything else past that my question uh, and Tank brings up this uh, this same uh, point that is one large naked man in a hallway like what do you do if you just have another room on that hallway and you get off the elevator and turn the corner and there's Warren Sapp butt ass naked dick out <laughs> just hanging there trying to get his phone off of his stripper I don't that would That'd be one where you just like look up and you're like, hmm, I'm going to go back downstairs, grab myself another drink, I think. Uh, the, the Grandpa Simpson walking into the burlesque, <laughs> seeing your grandson, and just turning right back around and walking out. <laughs> Got nothing to do here. <laughs> this has been Upper Deck, brought to you by Gamefly and One Saps Wang. And Three Stup Poles. <laughs> and Pornhub. Pornhub. <laughs> Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, the phone line is open. Feel free to call in. If you have any questions for my dad, anything that you want to ask him about me as a kid, anything anything that you want to ask him, let's start off with this. Uh, Let's do white white motherfucker first, and then then we will continue to embarrass me on the show, uh, because... It, it continue because this will probably be an embarrassment for you. Yeah, so this is All the part right, of the show on. where Scott asked me a question about 90s hip-hop and R&B. If I get it wrong, I am the white motherfucker and I have to do a shot of hypnotic. If I get it right, I'm not a white motherfucker. I don't really know. I never get it right, so I don't know what the real deal is. So <laughs> go ahead with the question. <clears throat> In the early 90s video, remember the time. Oh, yeah. I need to know the artist... The famous entertainer and the famous athlete that all appeared in said video. Yes! Get ready to go upstairs and get a smeared off mice. <laughs> Look, I said, there, this might be one that you finally get this correct. Will, this will lead perfectly into an embarrassing story from uh, Papa B about me. Uh, but little known fact... I was quite the Michael Jackson fan growing up. Uh, So Remember the Time was a Michael Jackson song. Um, 
Egyptian-themed, if uh, memory serves correctly. The famous entertainer playing Pharaoh in that video was Eddie Murphy. Mm -hmm. Uh, And the famous athlete that was one of Pharaoh's guards was none other than Magic Johnson. You, sir, are not a white (laughs) motherfucker for once in your life. I'll be back. (laughs) I'm getting iced. You are welcome, ladies and gentlemen. We finally got to a point where I can ice Scott again. Uh, I know everybody has been waiting for this moment for a long time. Uh, it is one of the fan favorite thing, Dad, when when we get to ice Scott. So, well, Scott, I, ever since I've been listening, you've never won. I know it's terrible. Never, I'm, never. I'm terrible. Did you hear the question about the California raisins and what a disappointing uh, uh, performance I was with that one? No. He asked me who the California raisins were based on. Do you know? That's uh, <laughs> <laughs> not fair. I've got an old. I've got an old brain. Yeah, uh, yeah. And <laughs> I have these moments occasionally. And can I tell you my guess that was wrong? My guess that was wrong was the four tops. That was my guess that was wrong. By the way, I spooked your wife. Oh yeah, she gets scared. Pun intended on the wording. <laughs> <laughs> It's been a while, but I guess I got to get down on one knee. Yeah, you got to. I mean, this is a full icing here, man. Um, You got to and make sure you like uh, take that microphone out because people like to hear the the after ice burp. Uh, (laughs) I am so happy. I am so happy that I don't have to do a shot of hypnotic tonight. Oh, it feels so good. uh, The answer to that question pops was the Temptations. That's who they were. What? Really? Wait, which what, which question did I ask the, about the Temptations? The California. Raisins. Oh, the California. That raisins. was the Temptations. See, it's not just me. Dad's a white motherfucker too. The white motherfucker doesn't fall far from the, <laughs> white from the motherfucker tree. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, and here you go, ladies and gentlemen, on camera. Scott getting iced uh, because I got the question correct. Oh, that looks so oh. bad. Oh, that looks terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Shit! There we yeah, go. It's been a while. I forgot how delicious those are. <laughs> how long has that been sitting in the refrigerator? That's been up there months. for a few months. It's yeah, it's been a long time. Ooh. The best part is that's one more gone. Now when people come over, I don't have to explain why I have several <laughs> Smirnoff ices in the in the refrigerator. I just Ooh. have like one or two now, uh, which actually makes it look worse. Like yeah, why do you, you only have save one or two? For a rainy day. You know, one of these days, I want to get this Smirnoff ice. I'm gonna bust <laughs> they, into they it. They taste better aged. <laughs> uh, lines are open You can feel free to call in And ask I, my dad anything. I'm legit happy for you though uh, I, Like I'm I said when I, when I thought of the question I thought He's either gonna know this And just nail it Or he's gonna just Shit all over himself again <laughs> It was gonna be very Will Smith-esque <laughs> Hey Craft Fruit Sports Who's this? Hey you dicks <laughs> Yeah, I just want to say What's it's, up, it's awesome watching my father get sexually harassed right now. <laughs> I can't believe that happened. That was so weird. That was awesome. That was a first for the show. What is what is going on? Who is that? I don't know, but Paula's. Uh, you better be nice. She wants Dad, to be our Dad's new got mom. A Twitter handle. She'll be, sl- she'll be sliding into the DMs tonight. <laughs> That was fucking crazy. At first, I, I thought I was the only one seeing that shit, and then you said something about it. I'm like, oh, shit. I mean, as soon as I flipped over and saw that, I, I could not let that one slide. I had to... I had to... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, Vic, you got that's, any? Uh, that's, that's... Now that you've got him live on the air, now that you've got him live on the air, is there anything you've ever wanted to ask Dad that you haven't been able to ask before? No, because he might answer it. <laughs> but you guys better keep the fireball away from her, or he'll be fucking sleeping in a half hour. <laughs> you got a lot of balls. <laughs> I've seen him fall. I've seen him. I've seen him fall asleep at a party. <laughs> in my backyard, in a folding chair, <laughs> while pounding fireball. I'm not denying that. <laughs> and then, and then he acts, and then he wakes up and acts like you're the asshole for saying he was sleeping. <laughs> well, he does that anyways, like even in the living room in the recliner. But who amongst us has yeah. not fallen asleep at a party? I fell asleep at your I mean, MMA party. Yeah, you fell asleep watching. <laughs> to be fair, trying was, to watch McGregor Mayweather. Say, um, I couldn't hang anymore. I fell asleep at my own birthday party. I just got up and left. I was like, I'm going. Ah, it, was, it was my. Listen, I gotta go. My phone's ringing. But fuck you, Derek. Later. <laughs> ah, Vic, leaving on a on a solid note there, with a nice f you to Derek. Um, anyway. <laughs> Boy wants to no, he he thinks Paula wishes she was that folding chair. <laughs> All right, pops, let's. Uh, uh, I got I got to get this out of my head. Anyways, uh, so uh, any embarrassing stories that you want to tell about me on this show? Now, Mike, you, you've never embarrassed yourself at all <laughs> that I could remember. I have a even question. though I do have a video. Um, what what video is that? Now, let's see. Fourth grade? Oh shit! This Fifth goes. Grade this goes back Michael, to Michael. Michael Jackson. Yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. That's what I thought. When was he come did up. the imitation, Scott. Do you remember the time? Oh, I re- he remembers I, yeah. it. You know what? No, screw it. I will own this one. I did a damn good impression of "Beat It." I lip synced to "Beat It" for like a third grade talent show, and I killed it. I killed the game. Well, you thought you killed it. <laughs> Your mother and I sat there in embarrassment. <laughs> you did not. To you this day, it. she says, I can't believe that little asshole did that. <laughs> and your aunt helped you. Uh, yeah, she did. Yeah, my aunt helped me, uh, helped me work on my moves. Choreographic. Yeah. 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 I worked on my moves. Uh, he actually, he was pretty good. Really? He wasn't Can bad. Can you moonwalk? No, I'm, I mean, you oh, can't do that. Okay. No, he's a, white, he's a white motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least for one week, he's not. <laughs> yep, this week I'm not. All right, Pops, let's, uh, let's talk a little sports. You have been an athlete pretty much your whole life. Uh, and that's, recently, that's up for debate, but go ahead. <laughs> you also coached for quite a while, 7th and 8th grade, probably one of the worst levels to coach ever just because of how annoying parents are. Was there ever a time when you were coaching 7th and 8th grade football where you wanted to call timeout in a game, run over into the stands, and punch a parent in the face? And I would never call timeout. You don't waste a like the timeout, but, but you, there's many times you want to punch a parent. What's the, what's the craziest thing you've said to a parent during a game? Yeah, I, you know what? I try not to. I try not to pick on the kids, and it's not really their fault. But we were playing a game, and we were up eight to six, with a minute and thirty seconds to go in the game. And my defensive coordinator says to me, he "says 
we got to get that kid out of safety because he's just too small. They're going to be throwing the ball. So he puts this other young man in who couldn't walk and chew gum at the same time. <laughs> and I said, to, I looked at him and I said, I can't believe you put this <laughs> asshole in the game. <laughs> and the very first play, he interferes with the kid. Now they're at midfield and there's a minute to go in the game. And I turned to him and I said, get him the fuck off the field. I said, that kid sucks. He's absolutely fucking horrible. And his father was standing right behind me. Yes. But if, it, I mean, it, shouldn't the dad be like, nah, you're right, coach. He's No, cause, cause his, I think you no because every parent, I think, except me, thinks their kid's going to the NFL or, or to Major League Baseball or somewhere. <laughs> Except yeah. me. Yeah. He's 100% right. Dad was just like, no, you're not good. <laughs> I remember him telling me in eighth grade when I was four foot nine, ninety five 95 pounds, and my dad went, Mike, football's not for everybody. Yeah, it's not for everybody. I said, hey, you should try, try, try golf. <laughs> I did tell a parent one time. I did tell a parent one time that uh, he he was badgering me at home after a game, like ten o'clock at night on the phone, just calling me continuously. And he said, "What do you think my son should do?" And I said, "Play bocce." (laughs) I don't know. He's not a football player. He'll never be a football player. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, to the person that was calling in, I'm sorry, I couldn't interrupt that story. I had to hear that one, how that one ended. So feel free to call back in uh, before we get to that uh, caller. So you've clearly had some terrible kids that you've coached. Sure, and I mean, I've had some really great ones, too. That's what I was going to ask. Yeah, so yeah. I know of one in particular who uh, just got, he's, he's a senior at Kentucky this year, Courtney yeah, Love. Courtney Love, great uh, kid and, and a great young man. Is he the best kid you coach, like the talent wise? Hang on, All hold right. on to that. We'll take hold this that call. <laughs> Craft Root Sports, who's this? Katie. Oh, hey, Katie. Long time no, no talk. I was just calling in because I was going to say that there were many times when dad was on the phone with these parents that would call the house, and dad would just, he'd be nice at first, like, why are my kids playing? Dad would be nice. Well, you know, we had to get this person in. We had to, and then they'd get mad, and Dad would finally say, you know why your kid's not playing? Because he sucks. <laughs> <laughs> as long as he's on my team. Well, eventually the real has to come out, right? <laughs> so it's, it's, here's a hint, here's a hint, here's a hint. All right, you're just an idiot. Your kid sucks. Well, I mean, there's, a, there's an un, unwritten coaching spiel. It's, uh, your son's small. He's a little... Not too real fast. He's not real athletic. But if he works hard and he and he really tries, <laughs> they, you know, we'll get him in the game somewhere. And and the parents would just keep going and going and going and find out. So you know what? Your kid sucks. <laughs> he's not gonna play. He's just not gonna play. He's, he's terrible. Mind you, mind you, this was um, a Catholic school he was coaching for. <laughs> all the more reason to be truthful, if you ask me. That's when you can hit him with Jesus gave us all different gifts. He did your not give your not to play he football. did not give your yeah. son the gift of playing football. Play bocce. <laughs> also, I just want to congratulate your sister for calling in and not 
being any type of Asian racist, <laughs> that that's that's a good good thing for her. I feel like the last time she called, it was very awkward for everyone involved except I for her. I didn't drink at all today, you know. Well, I'm just I, congratulations. I, I appreciate it. Oh wait, I lied. I did drink a beer at dinner. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, then all bets are off. Dad goes, oh, like, like oh, <laughs> okay. I know how this I one know, ends. But it was only one, and I was by myself, and so I feel like it's okay. Fair enough. That works. Katie, any other questions for Dad while you've got him live on air? No, I got nothing except for, Dad, next time you leave, you're boarding this fucking dog. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that the show is just turning into like I, I, family. I, I brought somebody over to babysit I'm the dog. I'm glad I'm in the middle of it. <laughs> yeah, and she hasn't been. I've gone home from work at five o'clock, and she hasn't been here since. All right. Well, this is weird. You guys can uh, we'll, we'll discuss <laughs> yeah. this later on after the show. Katie, thanks for calling in. Mm-hmm. Bye bye. <laughs> we love you, long time. Okay. <laughs> All right, so back that's, to... Uh, and by the way, that's Michael's dog that she's bitching about. It's Michael's dog. No, I gave that... I, well, I had to give that dog... I had a dog that got evicted from the apartment I lived oh, in. Oh, I was like, wait a minute. Uh, isn't Seamus upstairs? <laughs> yeah, this is a different racist dog that I had. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm not shocked. You could just call it a dog, because I just assume you're the owner, you teach it things. It, it becomes just your dog. and You don't need to insert the racist part in there. It just... Yeah, it's Mike's dog. Oh, who's this calling? Hey, grab report to this. <laughs> Thank you. God. Thank you. Who's this? Hey, hey, hey. I was just calling to see what time is the Super Bowl show uh, on Sunday. We're not going to do a Super Bowl show because somebody is uh, hanging out with his wife and kids for the Super Bowl. So, unfortunately, there will not be a Super Bowl show on Sunday. Yeah, Mike. Jesus Christ. Oh. <laughs> and Mike, Mike, that's you, right? Because uh, you guys didn't agree to do the show. Yeah. I told you what was going to happen. You're going to do the show anyways, and you're going to cut away when your wife walks in like, Mike, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> it was not me. I have. Uh... I, thought, I, thought, I thought we already went over that. <laughs> My hey, look, look, is... look, Derek Jeter lover. <laughs> we just want to get to the bottom of how's the San Diego weather? It's fucking beautiful. You son of a bitch. It's... Dude, it was 80 degrees this, like three this days guy, ago. This guy loves the Yankees, and he lives in San Diego. I just... Oh, yeah, that's so crazy, says the guy living in Cincinnati who cheers for the 49ers. I'm not saying that has anything to do with it. I'm just saying the motherfucker now lives in San Diego. He was a Yankees fan before, but I just want to oh. know. How's the oh. weather? Okay. Sounds like a little no, jealousy. Get... <laughs> it is. It's total jealousy. Yeah. I'm not denying that. Yeah. I'm sitting here freezing my ass off. I just want to know how, how the better half live. Yeah, it's fucking 80 degrees out here. Yeah, well... Good for you. What can I say? <laughs> hey, um, I no, also I want got, you to, got... to stick around for the part of the What's show up? where I, um, I I tell why uh, or which one I hate more, Derek Jeter or Kobe Bryant. <laughs> it's going to be a good discussion topic. Oh, damn. That's wow. I'm I'm even wondering about that one. Yeah, no, it was a question <laughs> posed this week in the group, and it, it it's a little bit of a complex answer. I actually think that you might be a little bit shocked at the final results. It's a little teaser. There. That's what we're business. Yep. Scott just gave that one away. All right. Uh, <laughs> I do have a, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're talking to a Yankee fan, dude. <laughs> Unless you're setting something up. Maybe he is. Maybe that's the slow but, play here. 
I like. To I have a question uh, for your for your dad. Oh, please go Mike. ahead. Yeah. You're a Cucklin Browns fan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as a matter of fact, I got the I got the shirt on. <laughs> oh, is that the, what that is? I got the brown shirt on. <laughs> 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 Ladies and gentlemen, Mike is dying. <laughs> you got you got to remember now. I I was around when they won. <laughs> it was many many years ago. I was going to say, I was like, hold on a second. When was that, that happened? Like the fucking twenties. They, they used to win. <laughs> believe it. Wait, it, before the Super Bowl was invented. Hey, I actually, Mike, I actually Mike, had. A I get, didn't know your dad was going to start fucking telling fairy tales on this show. <laughs> right? Um, <laughs> I actually had a guy. Yesterday, I was talking to him at, well, immaterial where I was at. But he tried to tell me that, that, that the fumble and the uh, the drive were all set up by the mafia. And, and I said to him, I said, you're the dumbest motherfucker I ever met. And if you buy that, you are really stupid. That's, that's a new one. I mean, the mafia would have to be so calculating and so... Yeah, deep into everything to be worried about constructing something like that for the Browns to happen twice. <laughs> like anybody cares. <laughs> no, you know it's funny. It's funny you say that because um, I I live in San Diego now, but a year ago today I was living in Cockland, and you know, God, I'd been God living there for you. a few years, <laughs> and it, a lot of the like where I worked and stuff. A lot of the like old Browns fans were still real hardcore about it. It's like, yeah. you know, I said I was moving to San Diego, and it's like, you know, the Browns just got done going one and fifteen. They're like, "Well, why are you moving to San Diego? They don't have a football team." And I'm like, <laughs> "Well, neither do we." <laughs> and I swear to God, you know, one of my coworkers, he great dude. I love the guy. But he looked like he wanted to fucking pound my face in. <laughs> Dude, we don't have a fucking football team. Well, they they haven't had a football team since they came back. Let's be honest. That's true. That's a good point. No, and no, 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 no. That's absolutely one hundred percent true. I totally agree. They were an expansion team in nineteen ninety nine. And but never that recovered. was fucking twenty years ago. <laughs> never recovered. Yeah. <laughs> like even other expansion teams are uh, like and the Jaguars. The, the, are... the Las Vegas <laughs> hockey team would would argue that being an expansion team is no excuse. Well, I, I, I I'll tell you what though, you got to give the Browns a lot of credit. They didn't fire their coach. They broke the two year jinx. So you think I mean, Hugh Jackson is, yes. one, is the what, answer? One in thirty one. One in thirty one, and they kept them. Next year's no, they're just around. trying to break the jinx. <laughs> now he's gone. His ass is gone. <laughs> of course, they're gonna they're gonna replace him with this asshole you have in Cincinnati. So it's just as bad. <laughs> and the, the worst part is the people in Cincinnati would be like, "Yeah, we'll take Hugh Jackson. Totally, yeah, they what, probably would." What's he done? He's failed at Oakland. He's failed at Cleveland. Yeah, we would love to have him coach our team. Yeah, there's. Now I can't say what I want to say. <laughs> this is on this show. This fucking team. Oh yeah, say whatever you want to say. <laughs> nah, there's too please. many too many people we, around here from we, Kentucky. Needs to hear it. <laughs> too many people from Kentucky. Those four tooth cousin fuckers. <laughs>
Well, there it is. <laughs> By the way, we are very low on the C-word count so far in this show. Uh, the over-under was set at 47. A lot of show left, but uh, we got a lot of catching up to do in the last hour here. <laughs> What's that, Cuckland? No, 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 the, the actual C-word. The word. actual C-word. Uh, oh, a, that one. Papa B yeah. has a penchant for uttering it. So. The one that every female hates. <laughs> Hey, uh, when's your next go? When's you? When's you guys' next show? All right, cool. I'll see you next Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> Count it. Ding. That's there one. We go. That's, that's one. <laughs> that counts. I For mean, real though, look, Mike, you and your dad. You know, you guys are on top of your Twitter game. There, you guys. Hey, you, Mike Berlin and Vic Berlin. It's not like it's Mike Berlin seventy three and. There's no. Vic there's Berlin. no underscore in my name. Hey, fuck it's, you. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> Who uses a goddamn underscore? Your mom. <laughs> she doesn't. My mom's Twitter handle is Mama Burlon. Like, it's, even she knows to keep it simple. Yeah, well, fuck you. <laughs> like, she knows what Twitter is. <laughs> yeah, me and me and Pops keep it nice and simple on, on the, the Twitter game. I don't ever post on Twitter. It's basically just retweeting... If you follow Craft Brood Sports, you follow me because I just retweet the show and that's it. I don't think I tweet anything else out except when I'm like, I probably shouldn't put this on Twitter and have my family get mad at me. Or put, shouldn't put this on Facebook. I'll put it on Twitter where nobody will see it. <laughs> <laughs> then I see it and retweet it. Yeah, yeah but the, my family's not really that's on it. So it's fine. All right, guys. I, I got to run, but uh, just one thing before I leave. Uh, Apparently, Scott, I'm not a white motherfucker either because I thought Magic Johnson and Eddie Murphy was common knowledge for Remember the Time. But you got to realize who I was dealing with. Have you been? Have you listened to every episode for the past like 14 weeks? I, I thought for sure that one of the three would trip him up, and I figured he's going to be a white motherfucker at the end of it. Like he would I knew get, you were playing he, when you said artist. Uh, famous celebrity right. and athlete. I was no, like, no, no. I said entertainer because yeah, I was just like, I was like, he'll get one of the two, or he'll get two of the three, and he'll miss one of them. That's what I figured. But I also thought if he gets it, it wouldn't be like, oh, hey, you know, it, it would be just Jesus Christ. Thank God you got that one. Or like, <laughs> I don't know how much more I can help you. I mean, I did miss, I did miss Will Smith lyrics. So um, right. Uh, nothing is a given when it comes also, to... Also, for, for everybody listening, but just before you go, we went upstairs afterwards, and Mike was asking uh, uh, Joe and I, so wait, how does the rest of that verse go? And I rapped it completely freestyle, didn't need any music, just went on and finished the rest of the verse, and he's all like, yep, would have never got that shit. Nope. I know, I know. Getting jiggy with it. Nah, 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 nah. All right, well, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> Thanks right. for the call, man. Have a good night. We'll see you. Thanks for the call, bud. Uh, all right, Pops. Uh, so real quick, before we start talking about some of this other stuff, I do want to talk about Courtney. So is that the best athlete you coached, Courtney Love, uh, senior, just finished his senior season at UK? Yeah, if you, if you think about how he finishes his career, I would have to say yes, but – I think the best athlete I ever coached was probably a young man that never even played high school ball. Really? Yeah. Uh, Dante Del Signor. Oh, yeah. He was probably the best athlete I've ever coached. And the young man never even played in the eighth grade. He got bone cancer in his leg. He still struggles today with it. I mean, he's had some broken legs. and Jesus. But 
is a survivor. Yeah, and he was probably the best athlete. So without you think, a doubt. You think had he been, you know, had he not uh, got probably would have been in the NFL. Wow, that's unreal, um, man. Well, this show took a, a sad turn. I wasn't expecting that. that it took a sad <laughs> turn, but I, I gotta say that I giggled underneath my breath because of the episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm with the Survivor. And oh, if Jesus you know that, that that reference for that show, as soon as he said Survivor, I, I, I chuckled because of that episode. <laughs> You're lucky this caller is bailing you out right now. <laughs> no, I'm so fucking terrible. Fruit Sports, who's this? Hello? Hola. Hey, it's the memes. What's up, memes? Are on the show? Yeah, you're live on the air right now. Oh, there must be a delay. <laughs> yeah, that was a downer. I mean, God bless that young man, but I wanted to say hola. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm still awake, Mayor. You're tweeting your bride or something. I think Coco needs an appearance. She's saying because you're all you're on your phone this whole show. No, I haven't. <laughs> yes, I don't know you what's have. Going on. I've I'm been watching you. <laughs> People <laughs> notice a lot of weird things when you're on camera. Yeah, let, me, let me put this. I know, right? Let me put this beer. We need in a front cocoa of troll. I don't even know what troll means, but I think troll. it means just bring her down. <laughs> we need a cocoa appearance. Where's... Send her. Send her a text. Tell her to come down. Memes. Well, he's on that damn phone all the time. Have him do it. <laughs> Memes, uh, do you have anything you've uh, you've ever wanted to ask Papa B that you can ask him live on the air right now? No, she can't. Uh, right now, I want to see him chug. <laughs> she wants is that to see chug, chug or butt chug? <laughs> I don't even know what that is. I don't, I I don't, yeah, I don't know either. That's white. I don't want to see my dad butt chug. I don't want to see white motherfuckers. There you go. Do it. Do it. You won't. You won't. You won't. Google butt chug and uh... who told you that, Katie? <laughs> uh, memes. Oh, Vic, come on, quit being a quitter. <laughs> All right, I want to see Coco before the show's over. I'm turning it off. Hey, memes, thanks I for the call. Lot. See ya. I need to see her face. <laughs> Good show. Love you guys. Love you too, Mims. We'll see ya. That's Where's my godmother right there. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was confused as shit. I was like, at some point I'll get who this is, right? Because I, I, I don't know. It's my time. godmother. Talking shit. I love it. Um, all right. Uh, oh God, butt chug just threw me off, man. Thanks for, sure, for bringing that That's up. That's what messed you up. <laughs> I really don't know what that is. How many shares are we at? Do we need to? Just I have no idea how many shares we are. I feel like we should just do one, just to do one at this All point. Right, well, like fireball it is. Let's just fireball it up for the crew. Uh, while we take this call, uh, pour those out. If I can get to it. Craft Brew Sports. Who's this? That's hey, hey, it's Bucky Barnes. Ah, Bucky Barnes. <laughs> What's for up? two weeks in a row. Bucky Barnes. I'm so glad you called in because we have so many questions about the Super Bowl for you. Oh, fucking A. Hey, but my first question is, is this a fucking Berlon family reunion on the air here? <laughs> it sure seems that way, because that's all that's calling in tonight, is uh, uh, people who are related to me. I thought, don't, don't you Irish fuck AA meeting or something? <laughs> <laughs> Bucky, it sounds like you're pre- you probably got some Irish blood in you. Uh, yeah, a little bit. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm just a little hot under the collar. I just, uh, 
I just got in a fight with my neighbor. What what happened, Bucky? <clears throat> well, I was sitting out on my porch, and uh, <laughs> and uh, this fucker comes out, and he says, uh, is that your car? And I said, what car? He says, the car in front of my yard. <laughs> in front of my yard. And I was like, what the fuck? Are you a cop? Park my car wherever the fuck I want. I could park it, park it fucking Harvard University if I wanted to. <laughs> what are you a cop? I asked him that. I said, "Are you a cop?" <laughs> Bucky, I noticed the uh, your accents changed a little bit from last week when you first yeah. called into the show. Less, less uh, Kennedy, less Kennedy, uh, more Mark Wahlberg. I can't explain it. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> a little less Kennedy in me. Uh, all right, let's. Uh, let's. I want to. I want to know your thoughts on the Super Bowl. Uh, so you got your well, Patriots I got some, I, going up against all, the Eagles. I got some big news to announce. Oh, please! Tomorrow, I'm flying out. I'm flying out to uh, Minneapolis tomorrow. Uh, I have tickets to the big game. I got them on this website called Ticketscore.com, <laughs> uh, and I paid uh, monthly. And uh, they're going to give me tickets. I haven't received them yet, but Bucky. I assume Bucky, hey. uh, it's on the up and up. Hey, uh, Bucky, so, on the up and up. Uh, yeah, I'll be at the big game on Sunday. Bucky, listen, man, I hate to be the one to break this news to you, but uh, tickets got fucked. Yeah, ticket scores <laughs> out. <laughs> ticket scores out of business, man. They, they're not giving you your tickets. You gotta be fucking kidding me! You know what they are. I'm you gonna know. sneak into the Pat's locker room and give Brady a little grease his pole, if you know what I mean. Give him a little hand jibber. But you know, you know what, you, you know what the, the, this company doesn't do. They they don't respect greatness. I, I feel like they, they they they're just big ass haters and they don't respect greatness. Do you that's, think that's, that's the really problem? With and, and you know what? I just want Brady to kiss me the way he kisses his twelve year old son. <laughs> Uh, Bucky, that that just made beer come out the nose. That one hurt. Uh, uh, all right. Well, I mean, I think I know how you're leaning in this game. I'm sure you're. Uh, you think the Pats are going to pull this one, uh, pull this one out. But what do you think the score is going to be on in this game? Uh, I'm going to go. I, I think the Pats are going to dominate Philly the way Harvey dominated Houston, and I'm thinking 120. Uh, Pats one twenty four, uh, Philly two. Because uh, <laughs> at the end of the game, uh, Brady's going to take a knee in the end zone. It's going to be uh, a safety for betting purposes or something like that. <laughs> yeah, you really want to you want to make sure you're covering that hundred nineteen point spread you got going on there. <laughs> I'm amazed at the math. You did that quick. I'm like, huh? Uh, we could be here and until tomorrow. And I wouldn't have about, it out. Uh, uh, Philly uh, greasing poles. I, I heard those fucks been greasing each other's poles for years. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bucky, uh, since we asked uh, the earlier caller from uh, San Diego, how's the weather up in Maine, man? Uh, it's uh, blustery, uh, cold. The sun never shines here. Uh, the, my only source of happiness is the Patriots uh, winning football games 
Uh, I want to kill myself. Uh, <laughs> I hate my life. Uh, my wife is uh, 285 pounds. Um, yeah, it's it's a miserable fucking life, and my only source of joy in this whole wretched world is uh, Tom Brady and Bill Belichick winning Super Bowls. Uh, Buggy, real quick before we let you go, last week when you called in, um, first off, great call uh, the first time around because you, you really made a name for yourself and have skyrocketed to the top of favorite callers from Craft Root Sports. You laid down a, a pretty sweet rap verse. Um, you want to freestyle something right now for us? Um, no, no, I'm going to save it for my pet <laughs> victory call next week after the Patriots win the Super Bowl. Uh, 127 to 5. I think that's a different score than I gave you before, but I can't remember. Uh, and, yeah, you uh, said 121 to 2 uh, before. But I like 127 oh, to 5 uh, better. It's much more believable. Must have been that meth I smoked earlier. <laughs> I was thinking it was the pole you smoked earlier. <laughs> the grease pole. I did not meet Tom Brady earlier. So there was no pole smoking happening. Uh, Bucky... I, I don't know much about you, man, but um, are are you a cop? <laughs> no, he's an a NFL cop? referee. Are you a fucking cop? I'm not, I am not a cop. Are you a, are you a cop? cop? <laughs> I'm not a cop. <laughs> Bucky, thanks for the call, man. All right, go Pats. <laughs> we'll see you, bud. That was fucking fantastic. <laughs> Bucky to come in and just host the show. I just want it. I want it to be the Bucky show. I feel like he's got potential. <laughs> One twenty-one to two. Because Brady took a knee in the end zone <laughs> at the end of the game for betting purposes. Crap for sports. Who's this? Hey, it's Tank. What's up? Hey, what's going oh, on? Hey, tank? buddy. Hey, no, that was happening. Oh, hey, I know. missed the first part of the show because I was out uh, doing my Super Bowl shopping. Uh, who's on the poll for Motherfucker of the Week? Uh, you got uh, people who are defending Chief Wahoo and uh, dumbass nerds on Jeopardy who don't know anything about football. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good one. I'm going to throw a Punxsutawney <laughs> fell in there because fuck that groundhog. We have a late entry. <laughs> one vote for that goddamn groundhog. <laughs> Tank, you're in. How does that thing? How does that thing work? Do you think they like to feed that thing Xanax so it's at least kind of like doped out when they fucking put their hand in their blind to pull that son of a bitch out? Like, how does that happen? <laughs> I I like to think that like the groundhog doesn't stay in that fake stump all year long, but maybe he does, and he's just stuck in there forever. And then this is the one day a year that he's like, they pull that motherfucker shit. out by his neck. I'm always just like, damn. If I was coming out, I'd be like, yeah, fuck dude. all of you. What's the worst possible outcome? That's what's happening. That's it. Yeah, I mean, like, did you see your shadow? Phil is like some guy who's on an isolated death row where he's in a cage like 23 hours a day, let him out one hour a day for yard time and a shower. Like, you don't want to put your hand in there. <laughs> Yeah, you gotta. They gotta get Phil to put his hands behind his back, walk slowly to the door, cuff him, and then bring yeah. him out. That's the safe way to get Punxsutawney Phil out of the stump. 
yeah, that's how you do it. Guys, I'm, I'm really grappling with the Super Bowl thing. I, I don't know who to cheer for. Like, it, this is, I mean, is there two worst fan bases in the NFL that we could have facing each other and one yes. of them has to win? Yes, the Cowboys are not here. So, yeah, that's it turns true. out that yeah, that's a good point. it's only slightly worse than one of the worst possible scenarios ever. That's a good point. Yeah. I, but, okay, what if, well, I guess it could never be the Cowboys and Eagles, but, no. I mean, no, so you're saying Cowboys-Patriots are worse than the, Cowboys-Eagles. The, the Eagles. absolute worst scenario would be if the Cowboys face the Patriots. I said this earlier this week in the group. If that happened, honest to God, I wouldn't watch them into the Super Bowl. I would I would just ignore But you'd watch shit. Justin Timberlake. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the fuck? I mean... The fuck, it's JT. I'm gonna miss it. Hey, JT, goddamn it! <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna miss Justin Timberlake because because I got qualms with who's playing football before and after him. No, now Scott, Cowboys, we... pay, Cowboys, Steelers fans. Ooh, yeah, Ooh. I, I mean that would be yeah, awful that would too. Be, that would be but... a rough Super Bowl. Yeah. Uh, I, but see, I have a rooting interest in that. It'd be like, oh, all right, well, stop the Cowboys. And, and the Patriots, Cowboys, I literally just, I, I want that. That's when Kim Jong Un needs to come out. <laughs> <laughs> that's his moment of triumph. Uh, like, the bastard. Yeah, that, that's his moment of, all right, well, I'm going to blow up the U.S. And I'm like, hey, good decision. <laughs> we all need it to end right now. <laughs> Tank, you're, uh, you're. I'm, I'm just excited for the. Go ahead, man. Sorry. Ahead. What's up? No, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm just I'm just excited because win or lose, whether Philadelphia wins this or loses this, we're going to get to watch the Purge four live. So awesome. <laughs> With greased poles. <laughs> greased up poles. With greased poles. <laughs> With Rocky music playing in the background. Yeah, these assholes have a statue to Rocky. <laughs> I mean, character. it's a fucking movie. He's not real, you assholes. He's not fucking real. Don't, don't you tell those Philadelphia fans that. What a bunch of jackoffs. I mean, how stupid can they be? All right, take. Yeah, the, uh, and what, you, what's awesome about that is the Bill Burr thing where he does like the 11-minute yes. set on Phil and he points out that fuck Rocky and they won't make a statue to Joe Frazier because there's such yeah. a fucking racist yeah. like shit town. Yeah, Joe, Joe Frazier's the real <laughs> champ. He doesn't have a statue, but some fucking asshole does. Don't forget to vote on our poll. Uh, Cleveland Indians fans versus the nerds on Jeopardy. Just a reminder. And the, uh, and, the, and the idiot fans from Philadelphia who like Rocky. Late entrance. Tank, uh, Tank if, you, uh, if you had to pick Patriots fans or Eagles fans, who are you siding with? Man, that's tough. As, um, as Levitard would say, you know, gun to your it, head. You know, I mean, I, I guess I got to go with Philly fans just based on they got pretty good cheesesteaks uh, and they got Wawa. Those are two pluses. <laughs> Uh, and, um, you know, nobody's kissing their kid that's got puke. You know yes! I mean? Like, what the fuck? There I, it is. I, I, I feel like I, I feel like Philly's the way to go here. I think you're right. I think that is the only option. Um, yeah, that's that's the only yeah. option in this one is to go with. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's, is it a great option? No. But is it the better of two evils yeah i'm so i'm going with philly on this one hey they're gonna be in, if they do win they're gonna be insufferable for the entire offseason and they're just gonna be a total train wreck at the draft this year but 
uh, it's it's better than the alternative. I, I I can't take any more Tom Brady and, and the Patriots winning Super Bowls. All right, follow awful. up follow up question: Is Super Bowl Fifty Two the sports equivalent of the twenty sixteen presidential election? Yes, yes, it is. <laughs> yes, hands down. Uh, yes. <laughs> Just like God damn it, we gotta we Accurate. gotta cheer for one of these. Somebody has to win. Oh, all right, not necessarily. Oh, it's, it's awful. If it is the equivalent, then that means the Eagles are going to win by two points, but the Patriots will be declared the Super Bowl champions. <laughs> <laughs> that is how this will go down. Yes. <laughs> yep, that's exactly what we're looking at. <laughs> uh, Tank, real quick before we let you go, uh, you're Cleveland right. fans are uh, you're a Cleveland fan? Are you an Indians fan? I am not. Um, not really. Um, I, I was never really a baseball fan. Then I moved to Cincinnati, and I, you know, I can't be here without being a fan. So I, I got pulled into it with that. But uh, yeah, uh, the Chief Wahoo thing, dude. Like, it, man, come on. I mean, how can you look at that and be like, yeah, this is a good idea in two thousand seven, two thousand eighteen? Right. Like, it's a gigantic <laughs> red-faced Indian. Like, know. that's racist as shit. I don't know how you can look at that and be like. Yeah, this is a good idea in 1974. <laughs> Still a horrible idea. Yeah. <laughs> 1952, not a good idea. But they no, did. not a good move. <laughs> not a good look. Uh, all right, good. I'm glad to hear that, Tank. Uh, thanks for the call, right. man. Hey, keep up the good work. Papa B, love seeing you on the show. Love hearing you on the show. Keep being awesome and giving hot takes. You're the fucking man. <laughs> Cheers, Tank. <laughs> See you, Tank. All right, cheers. Later, guys. <laughs> should should we give our our Super Bowl hot 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 takes? I don't give a fuck about the Super Bowl. I don't care. Like, Wait, there's my hot take. I don't I don't care who wins oh, this game. I got I got a hot take. Let me you. hear your Super Bowl hot take. <clears throat> it's it's time for Scott Super Bowl hot take. <laughs> there's a Justin Timberlake concert on Sunday. <laughs> Headlining for Justin Timberlake will be an NFL football game. <laughs> I will be tuning in for the Justin Timberlake concert. <laughs> if I accidentally see football, I will be upset. This has been Scott's Super Bowl hot take. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, seriously, fuck this game. I don't care one way or another. And I totally expected to go the same way the... Four of the fucking, or well, five Patriots of are those. Gonna win. Yeah, Patriots are going to win. And here's my score 28 24. There, you, we're done. And, and here's what's going to happen <laughs> the Eagles are going to fucking tease us. And they're going to be up for probably early, most of the doing. game. And then late in the game, <laughs> the Patriots are going to fucking turn and do something magical. <laughs> and everybody's going to suck Tom Brady's dick. And it, it's going to be. <laughs> It's going to be this whole fucking thing. They're going to grease his pole. Yeah, yeah, and it's going to be, oh, my God, he won six, and nobody's ever done it, and yada, yada, yada. And, and I can tell you from the moment the whistle blows at the beginning from the, to the moment the whistle blows at the end and the confetti fucking falls, not one time will I be surprised at anything that fucking happens. You know why? Because last year at 28 to fucking three, I was, ah, this is going to happen. And ha, 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 suck it. This is the most embarrassing thing ever. And Tom Brady's going to go off into retirement with this embarrassing loss. And you know what? I'm not going to be that guy. I'm not going to fucking be the sucker who believes that for one second Philadelphia has any type of chance. Because Peyton Manning, or uh, uh, Peyton, 
Eli Manning isn't walking through that fucking door. Michael Strahan and that defensive line isn't walking through that fucking door. And that's the only time that these assholes have ever been stopped during this fucking reign of terror. (laughs) And so Sunday's just going to come and go. Tom and Bill will raise up six and hold each other's dicks. Yeah, Tom but, Brady but if they give... get six, then we don't have to listen to the fucking Pittsburgh fans ever again. No, because it'll they'll, they'll just be tied. So I mean, you'll still <laughs> yeah, but it won't be the same because they won't have their stairway to seven. No, yeah, I mean, but but they'll still because uh, you you want to know how I know how this will go because I was I was on I was on the hey we got five when that was a thing. When the 49ers had five and they were tied with the Cowboys yeah. and, and the Steelers, and it was like, hey, you got five and you're in the exclusive five club. I know how this will go because Steelers fans will just immediately turn to, all right, well, we're still tied for the most. So, I mean, you know, it's cool. Like, I, that's, that's what I did. I was just like, oh, five. I mean, you know, we're still the most. In the league, I mean, nobody's got more than five. And then Steelers won one. It's like shit. All right, well, I guess we'll just kind of hang out over here in the five club. So, so the Patriots fans and the Steelers you don't even fans have enough fingers on one hand for them, right, loser. And, and so the Patriots fans and Steelers fans will just hang out in the same exclusive club and be like, "Yeah, well, nobody else in the league has six. Am I right, man? Yeah, they'll become real big buddies with fucking Patriots fans. That's that's exactly what will happen. Because if the forty nine is over one six. I'm like, hey guys, we're in the club. All right. <laughs> like, that'll cool, fucking cool. exactly. That'll be exactly Fist how me. it is. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so there's no doubt how it'll go, and fuck it all. I I am going to show up and root hard for Justin Timberlake and nobody else on Sunday. That's how the fuck this is gonna go. Do you think Justin Timberlake... 28-24 Patriots. Do you think Justin Timberlake does anything crazy, like pulling out another girl's titty? I, I hope so. <laughs> that, that'd I be think my... Janet Jackson's making a cameo. Do you think she's going to surprise everybody? Yeah, she, but she's just going to come out and whip out her tits. I think, <laughs> I think that would be the best part <laughs> of anything in Super Bowl history. Is Justin Timberlake. Back, no, Justin Timberlake. After, titty. After, yeah, after having been sat down, because you know they've had this conversation. They're like, Justin. Justin, listen. All right, look. We want you to come back, and we want you to do the Super Bowl because you're a big fucking star, and you 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 you'll get all the yeah, new album but, coming out. But for the love of God, you, you can't have another wardrobe malfunction. You, you can't. You just can't pull a fucking titty out. This is Super Bowl. Just please don't do it. He's like, <laughs> all right. And then fucking Sunday, if he comes out and pulls a titty out and is like, fucking got y'all bitches, <laughs> and just fucking moonwalks off the stage. I won't ever watch football again because that'll be the defi- <laughs> that'll be the definitive and of a moment. How old, for how old is Janet Jackson now? Probably I don't know. a billion. I don't know. She's <laughs> old as so shit. In, so, in other words, he doesn't have to pull her top down. He just has to lift it up. Oh <laughs> shit! <laughs> that just happened. Oh fuck! Uh, did you get a number on that? Did you get a number on that? Because. Holy hell. Holy shit. She's 51. Janet Jackson is 51 yes. years old. Yeah, uh, yeah, pretty sure she's. Yeah, <laughs> her titties are definitely sagging. But, yeah, um, yeah. Anyway, yeah, so that's how I feel about the Super Bowl. 28 24 <laughs> Patriots, and I won't, I, I won't be shocked at a goddamn thing. I mean, thing that I'm happens. at the point where I'm always like, I just want it to be a good game. I just want it to. But I don't know. I, I don't, don't even, even care. Like this I, one, I don't care. This one, I'm, I'm literally just like. I'm gonna watch it because you it's know the why? Super Bowl. You know why? But you know why that's a problem? Because yeah. every single Patriots Super Bowl has been a good game. 
It's not it's not about yeah. the good game with them. It's about them fucking winning. And I'm just like, I don't want them to win. But they fucking will. I, it's just Do they win or do they cheat? Both? Mm. I mean, what's the I well, mean what's that's the, what's that's the everybody's you know, they they Belichick cheats. He cheats. This guy cheats. He cheats. You know, Brady cheats. Deflate gate. They cheat. Well, you know what? Fuck you. You lost. <laughs> So you don't get to well, say no, you that's, cheat. That's that's what that's, it, that's it fake news. That's, that's what it ultimately news. ends up at. That that's why, as, as much as I'm like, yeah, they're cheaters and, and you know, tongue I mean, in cheek. I'm just like, does it matter? Because they still got six fucking when rings. Right. When a team has done what the Patriots have done, and they just don't slow down, Brady's 40 years old and is still likely winning another Super Bowl. The only thing you can come back with is. Well, they got to be cheating. That's yeah. the only explanation for this. But but every NFL team cheats. I mean, let's face oh, it. Yeah. If, you, if they're I not cheating, they're not trying. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm not <laughs> saying they're not cheating. I'm not saying they're cheating during the game and they're you know they're they're buying referees or anything. But they're they're doing everything. Are they stealing signals? Absolutely. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, that's their job. I'm, that's what they pay guys to do. Dad, I am learning a lot about when you were a coach right about now. Like, the 7th and 8th grade dad was like, hit him under the pile. Kick him in the dick. <laughs> if you you're not do, cheating, you you're not trying. You gotta do what you gotta do to win. Did you grab a dick? <laughs> grab some pine meat. You didn't grab a dick. That's all I asked Why you to fucking do. Why is sitting? Because he can't grab dicks like a man. <laughs> He wanted to play fair. <laughs> I watched. I watched the the uh, NFL today before the first playoff game, and they were talking about Bill Belichick and what he does because they have all star referee, you know, teams. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's not their regular group. It's right. different right. guys. He actually them. studies film on the referees. On the refs. Yeah, yeah, and he, yeah, he says, learn what they call. Okay, what they this don't guy call. will let you get away with a push. Right, this guy's going to call the push. Don't don't push off because he's going to call it. But he'll let you push off a little bit as long as it's not blatant. I mean, this guy has got to the point where he studies the freaking referees. That's, I mean, that it it's so frustrating. That's amazing. To it's me. so frustrating because for thirty one other teams, that's not their coach. Like that's how ridiculous bill belichick is that's what pisses me off about the whole thing it's it's not that they have success it's just that it it seems like so much more unfair than anything else happening in any sport ever where you're just like you can't have that coach it's it's one of those things where you just when when you're playing the video game or whatever it's like all right everybody agrees nobody gets to be jordan yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody gets to be Jordan because it's just yeah. not fair. And that isn't happening in the NFL. Everybody's showing up and they've all got their Rudy Pooh ass coaches and just <laughs> random slap dicks. And it's just like, oh, and uh, we're going to have the greatest quarterback of all time over here and the greatest coach of all time over here. And we're just going to play not fair. And everybody's playing, everybody's still playing with cheat codes. And it's like, <laughs> that's cute. We're still going to win. And it's that's yeah. that's the most frustrating point of it all. It's just, just like you just throw your hands up that seriously, a year ago we were sitting here and they may have had thoughts that eh, this was the end and whatever. But the Patriots win. And the moment they won, the first thought was, Oh my god. They're the favorites for next year. Yeah. yeah. And here we yeah. are a year later and they're here and you're just like, damn it. It sucks to think that not only did you realize that when that all happened that they were the the best the AFC still had to offer a year later, 
that it actually completely yeah, formulated. The, here's the, the thing, though, Scott. Out of the 22 guys who started in last year's Super Bowl, how many are left? Eight? Which what's yeah, there's eight? not many. So all he does teams. is all he does is fucking reload. That's yeah. what I mean, makes it even I mean, more frustrating. Right. And I like <laughs> right. I like the kid. I like Danny Amendola. I think he's like the epitome of the overachiever. And he, he's no, Danny Amendola pisses me off on it. Probably almost all of them because. I spent years watching him with the Rams and always yeah. thought, man, if that guy played for the Patriots, he's a white receiver. He would be stellar. Yeah. And then the Patriots traded for him, and I thought, oh, fuck. And here we are, and Danny Amendola is the star guy. And it was exactly what I thought all those yeah. years was, shit, I mean, all last, he had to do was be playing last for the week, Patriots. Last week, Gronkowski goes out, which is another thing we have to talk about. Gronkowski goes out with a, with a concussion. And and who steps up? It probably but made him smart. Danny, the little prick Amendola. <laughs> I mean, did, did you see his girlfriend? So of course. Oh she's the my god, she's she's seen. so hot. It's unbelievable. She jumped on him the other day. I I thought, oh god. But <laughs> but I mean, they they find Legarrette <coughs> Blunt, the biggest douchebag that ever walked out of Pittsburgh, becomes an all star <laughs> superhero with the Patriots. I mean. Is? He turns people around. But to, to get back to the, the concussion, why do they never test the defensive back? That's a great question. You never see he a defensive has, back. He, his head hit just as violently as the wide receiver, and they just let him get his ass up off the ground and go back that's, to the huddle. You know, that's but something they I never, never test him. I never why? thought about that. Why? I never thought about that. That just kind of blew my mind on this whole concussion thing in the NFL. I, I, it, Do you think defensive players are pissed every time they bring up CTE yes. talk and they're just like, yeah, dude, it sucks. Uh, they have to be considering I just read an article from a wife of a former defensive back. Who has and, it? And has, yeah. he has CTE and all that stuff. And I'm reading through this article and she's explaining all this stuff. And I mean, he was... I, I vaguely remember his name. He played for the Saints for a few years, and then he played for the Patriots for two. And I like, but it's like everything she's describing and all the big hits and all that stuff. I'm like, yeah, right. nobody pays attention to the defense. Yeah. yeah, last last week, I mean, yeah, against the Gronkowski two weeks ago, he takes a hit from a defensive back who's 200 pounds. Yeah, he's what 260, 250. So, yeah. He got hurt worse than the kid who hit him. Right, right. They didn't even look at him. They never checked. They never even asked him what day it was. Yeah. <laughs> Just keep playing, you asshole. Yeah, you know what? You're not a fucking receiver. We don't give a fuck about you. You're not a star running backs league. go through the Running backs go through the line and get smashed by linebackers in the head. Ah, fuck you. You're a dime a dozen. Gronkowski, we got to protect his fucking big ass. <laughs> that, is, that is such a good point. So you're... Your stance and the and the what, what I'm hearing is the whole concussion protocol is nothing but protecting your money. most valuable players and protecting your most valuable assets it's on the, the team money. and da- and defensive backs linebackers Fuck it's like we Fuck can find some Manti Teo can make a career in the NFL so clearly anybody can play linebacker yeah so fuck those guys yeah <laughs> who I, cares if no, they, I mean you know, I just I have never thought about this dead, and you are 100% no your dad right. makes a great 100%. point because it's just another thing to protect the offense because that's yeah. all the NFL is interested in is it's protecting the names and all the names happen <laughs> on the offense and 
I've never I, thought about it like that either, but he's absolutely the only, yeah. the only right. defensive guy I can remember that they ever really cared about getting hurt was perfect. Oh. When he almost killed himself this year. Yeah, and that was probably just for the optics because it was so obvious that he, <laughs> right. he so, it was so obvious that he was in custody. But, but if dead. you think about that, that play, he wasn't the one that leveled the hit. They didn't check on Juju Smith Schuster in that right. in that hit. You're right. They You're right. they checked on Perfect because he was the one that got hit. So yeah. they never do any checking of the on person the, who actually yeah, they, delivers they, the hit. They check the hitty, not the hit. It's her. super weird. I've never thought about this, yeah, but this I've is never this has completely blown my mind. Yeah, the whole thing's a fucking scam. <laughs> they never, they never. Zul bullshit. Except in the NCAA, they throw your fucking ass out. Yeah, well, well yeah. You make a hit like that, they throw your fucking ass out. They don't check you for concussion, but they throw your fucking ass out again, <laughs> and you're out. For we don't care yeah. if you've got CTE. Get the fuck yeah. out of here. Yeah. <laughs> you're either out the rest of this game, you're out the rest of this half, and that first half of the next game. Think about what you did if you could still remember it. Yeah. <laughs> you're either out the rest of this game or the rest but, of your life. But, but either not, way, you're not here. But not in the NFL where they, they just treat them like a piece of meat. That's unreal, Pops. You just blew my mind on that. Yeah. Papa B's hot B takes. dropping that knowledge. <laughs> so Pops. we should get. Should we get to why I hate Derek Jeter more or? Yeah, yeah, all right. Let's, yeah, let's, let's, let's. I would like Kobe to hear Bryant. this. Let's uh, hear you this. want me to? You want me to cue up your music for this one? Uh, you don't necessarily have to because this is not. This is okay. A, this isn't a branded Scotty doesn't know moment. <coughs> I tried to drop it earlier when you were just going. I was like, yeah, here, I, we, I, go. here we go. It, it fit there. That was fine. Yeah. Uh, it was like, but uh, so a uh, good friend of mine, Mike Mattingly, asked the question: um, Do I hate Kobe Bryant more, or do I hate one Derek Jeter more? And it's a very good a question. Rapist versus douchebag. All right, here we go. Yes, it's a very good question <laughs> because I and he, as he pointed out, I, sp- I spew hatred <laughs> a- amongst both of them equally. It seems. Um, but the answer to the question is is complex in that I hate both of them a lot. <laughs> but I think that I hate Kobe Bryant <laughs> slightly more, and the reason being is twofold because. I like baseball more and because Jordan is my favorite basketball player and Kobe is most often compared to him. <laughs> so the fact that everybody who is a Kobe fan tries to, you know, go with the Jordan comparison immediately eliminates that. But the funniest part is that I as much as I hate both of them and I I do respect their games as just a sports fan. Like I as much as I, I hate a lot of people uh, that aren't players on my teams or whatever, I can always, at the end of the day, respect what they do for their sport and respect what they do as their career. And, and both in both aspects, I respect each one of them individually. But I think I respect Derek Jeter more um, from the point of Derek Jeter just went about his business, never caused – his only controversy was – Alex Rodriguez showed up to his team, and he may have not been the better of the two defensive players, but he didn't really ask for that. He was just kind of there. Meanwhile, Kobe Bryant ran off Shaq, <laughs> decided that he was going to, you know, uh, wanted to be king shit and couldn't win anything by himself. So then, you know, because Phil was there and they had to rebuild the team, they had to go through a lot to, to get it back up. Uh Jeter, at least for me, 
He stayed there. He shut his mouth. He did his job. He's the more overrated of the two. I actually think that. <laughs> I actually think that fucking Kobe has more skill between the two. But Jeter, because he just went about his job every day and just fucking did it, and he stayed with the same team, and they both they both did they both stayed with the same team. So like the comparisons are there, but. One was never co- uh, accused of rape either. So no, he, didn't he just uh, give girls autographed baseballs after banging them? That's the funny part. <laughs> is that that like I, he never raped him? No, he was just like, I know. Here's a so, sign ball for here's, you. Here's the shitty part, and I gotta whisper this because I don't want anybody to know. <laughs> As I was thinking about it, it was that I actually really liked Derek Jeter because he's who I really wanted to be. <laughs> If I was an athlete, he went about everything, <coughs> his entire career, exactly how I would have done it. He never got married. He never had kids. He banged all of the hottest chicks. And then, after he retired, he decided, oh shit, I banged all these chicks and done all these things. Let me go on ahead and marry a supermodel and have a fucking kid. Meanwhile, fucking Kobe... <laughs> That stupid motherfucker married his high school sweetheart. First of all, he went to prom with Brandy. Yeah, yeah, Step yeah, one. yeah. He did that. That stupid. <laughs> shit. He also married his high school sweetheart, cheated on her, raped a bitch, didn't rape a bitch, whatever. He did some fucked up shit, and and, and then he ran off Shaq. Like he did all <laughs> these stupid things that like were just real shitty. Yeah, I know. Gloss, like, I, I'm like, <laughs> I'm glossing over the rape part, but it ran off shit. <laughs> I realize, yeah, yeah. yeah but, 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 things, but now Jeter, but, but now Jeter's cheating in the uh, major league baseball. Well, and that's I don't that's even know the, if he's cheating. No, he's just, oh yeah, he's cheating. No, he's no, just like, no, that's the funniest I, part. I don't even care anymore. I'm well, just, I'll do whatever I have to. That's the funniest part. So while I respect Derek, Derek Jeter more, and I hate, I, I when you stack them up against each other, players, players wise. I hate Kobe Bryant more. That's the answer to the question is I hate Kobe Bryant more. But as much as I respect Jer- Derek Jeter for his career and the way he played, God, I, I disrespect everything that he's done like since then. Because, since then, yeah. you know, I don't give a shit that, you know, he was the, the reason for the Atlantic existing and, you know, or not the Atlantic, but uh, the Players' <laughs> Tribune. He, he's the, the brain trust of the Players' Tribune. But the fucking way everything's gone down with the Marlins. And that's why everybody thinks that maybe I hate Derek Jeter more and the Yankees and his favorite sport. But I respect everything he did as a baseball player, often on the field. <laughs> <laughs> but his his career post, fucking thing, like, fuck that guy. Like, he's just, he's Jeter to me when he played baseball. He's Jeets to me in his post-baseball career. So the long answer is, fuck Kobe Bryant. More than Derek Jeter, <laughs> but fuck them both at the end of the day. They can both <laughs> suck my dick. <laughs> Pops, if you had to pick Derek Jeter or Kobe Bryant, who are you? Who would you rather uh, hang out with? Well, I'd rather hang out with Jeter. <laughs> yeah. I Absolutely. feel like Jeter's the Because he's bringing all the hey, fine I think, I think Kobe Bryant's a piece of shit. I got to yeah. be honest with you. I, I don't know what the ring cost him. But it cost him a fortune to uh, keep it, his fucking money. Because his wife like, was going to throw his yeah, ass out. That ring yeah. was like $2 million. Yeah. And Scott's right. Jeter, 
when he played, he just played the field. <laughs> he had nothing. I mean, he wasn't doing anything wrong. Yeah. Because he, he wasn't married. Have That's you ever the funniest seen... part is he he was an athlete exactly how you expected an athlete to be. Yeah. He banged <laughs> anything that came around him. Right. But he, he was, was in the big he was in the big big apple. He, yeah. He they was, were throwing themselves at he him. He was smart enough to never get caught up in a child a child out of wedlock or uh, you know, I married too young, and uh, this is the mistake I made. Like, and he Jeter never tested positive for PEDs. Yes, and he never t- tested positive right. for STD, <laughs> <laughs> which is also another great. We feat. don't know that for sure. There's yeah, no, we don't know that, and, and that's his. That's his personal life. We don't care he about was, that. He was banging all these hey, super man, hot chicks, and he's, he's managed to avoid the burning dick. We don't know that. Maybe, maybe he's got the drips. We don't know. We don't know. <laughs> We have no All way I'm of knowing. All I'm saying is if you gave me a choice of being the two, I'm being the captain every time. And that's tough to say. That hurts. That hurts. But between... Respect. Between, <laughs> between Jeter and Kobe, <coughs> I respect Jeter more. Yeah. Not, I mean, I'm, I would be in agreement. And my whole thing comes down to Jeter never raped somebody. Right. Or at least yeah. he's never, at been, least accused he's never been accused of rape. Yeah. Kobe raped somebody. That's a very easy decision. To make right, it's, like it's it, very. It's gonna to say make. on its face, it's just like rapist or non-rapist. I'll take the non-rapist. Yeah, every I'm time. gonna side with the non-rapist. The non-rapist could be a big piece of shit, but he didn't rape somebody, so <laughs> he's better than the rapist. <laughs> like that's what, that's what it all comes. Jeter's down like, geez, Trebek, I'll take the rapist for five hundred. <laughs> and that's why we keep getting Trebek yelling at nerds. Thanks, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. My brother and sister are trying to stir up shits in the comments. Um, they're all talking about uh, when I didn't go to Notre Dame. Uh, and they're talking about when I ruined Christmas. Hey, you want, do you want to hear that story? I, I've heard an abbreviated version. I've heard Mike's version. Let's hear your version. Well, it's probably similar. It's very similar. Okay. Hey, Mike, uh, I know it's hard to believe, was an excellent student. Excellent. You're right. That is hard. He was an excellent student. And I had a very good friend who was a graduate of Notre Dame, and Michael applied to Notre Dame. So I called him on the phone, and I said, you know, Dave, could you write a letter of recommendation? And he said, I could do one better than that. He said, I will get Ed DeBartlow's daughter. Scott's favorite person in the world. Right. No, I love Eddie DeBarlow. No, no, no. Oh, oh, wait, wait. The daughter. The daughter. Yeah. Your favorite favorite person in the world. Denise. Yeah. (laughs) To write a letter of of recommendation. Her her son is actually the worst. Yeah. (laughs) To write a letter of recommendation, but she needs to meet him. The family donated $30 million to Notre Dame. You get a recommendation from them, you're you're pretty much you're in. There's a hall so I said named to Mike after them on campus. So I said to Michael, I said, Mike, I talked to Dave. He said he's going to set up a lunch with Denise because she wants to meet you, and then she'll write you a letter of recommendation, and you're in. And he said, Dad, I'll do it myself. <laughs> and I said, Mike, it's not who you know, it's who you blow. I said. <laughs> You you have to go to this. No, I'm doing it myself. Well, needless to say, he went to Xavier, <laughs> which is okay. I, Wait I, I, a minute. <laughs> but but we go up for my 60th birthday. My children take me to a Notre Dame game, and we're walking around campus before the game. And my daughter Katie, Michael's there, 
And she says, hmm, the Bartlow Hall. Mike, you know that name? <laughs> and he just shakes his head. And we walk a little bit further, and she goes, hmm, Mike, the Bartlow Quad. Do you know that name? And he goes, Katie, shut the hell up. Jesus Christ. They've got a whole quad named after them. Holy shit. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. So that's what that means. I was 18 years old, and I thought, I'm going to do this on my own. On the one hand, I appreciate your ambition, Kobe. On the other (laughs) hand, I don't respect what the hell you did. Looking back, I learned a very valuable lesson. uh, And I also may have never met my wife. And I wouldn't no, have my no, son, no. and correct, I wouldn't have correct. the new baby on the way. So correct. That's way, correct. Way to spin the positive. You're goddamn right. <laughs> I've been working on spinning that positive since I was 18 years old. <laughs> not, uh, not that Mike was hard-headed or anything. Uh, yeah, thanks, Katie, for reliving that that story. Yeah. <laughs> I blame the York family for all of your... Right, it's all, all the struggles. York family's yeah. fault. Thank you. It's Jed, all their fault. fuck you. <laughs> now, actually, you know what? And I have to say, as far as owners of football teams go, except for Junior, when he owned the 49ers, they're assholes. They, they haven't a <laughs> clue what the fuck they're doing out there. But they're good people. I have very, intimate, very, really I have very intimate knowledge of them not having a fucking clue right. as to what they're doing. Exactly. The, they sent out a survey. The York and they, family can't run a football Scott, team. Right. Shit. They sent out a survey and they oh asked God. if it was Fuck important you. to you to win. And when fans said yes, they got Jimmy Garoppolo and won every game after that. So you want to shit talk them. They're listening to the fans. Oh, winning is important? My bad. Didn't realize that. Let's get Jimmy Garoppolo and we'll win the last five they games. They could have had season. Alex Smith still. Is this, is this your Kobe they, system? Because you're really, you're really Kobe in it up right that's, now. That's just my, let's see if I can get Scott to want to punch you, me system. Yeah, well, <laughs> you, you're why doing well, they, motherfucker. Hey, Scott, why didn't they keep Alex Smith? I don't know. <laughs> I, you know, I actually. What's funny is Alex Smith has gotten such a raw deal. I'm not saying that I. <laughs> I don't even argue against the initial switch, him losing his job to Kaepernick due to injury. But I just always think that he's been criminally underrated just since he got to the NFL. He's always been that guy that I, in his earliest days in San Francisco, I always gave him the benefit of the doubt. I'm like, yeah. this team sucks. There's nothing around him. Of course, of course, he looks terrible. Like, wh- wh- how else would you look? And I mean, you know, I, hey, everybody it sounds like Deshaun Kaiser, doesn't it, Mike? Well, <laughs> <laughs> everybody, well, he's not black, but everybody wants to do, compare. You know, the Aaron Rodgers thing and everything. I still, to this day, nobody will ever convince me that Aaron Rodgers, had he been drafted by the Forty ers in that same draft. He would have ended up the same way because there's there's no way that anybody was coming to the 49ers and we're going to do anything than just suck complete ass. <laughs> <laughs> that, that team was that team was destined to fuck up any quarterback's career. So Aaron Rodgers, Alex Smith, he just he just drew the short straw. That's the way it looks. And now he's with Washington and they'll suck, too. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? He'll be getting paid for it, though. And if, yeah. if I had to play for a team that had a racist name, at least I was getting paid <laughs> a lot of money. Uh, yeah, but he should have signed with Cuckling. <laughs> Did you hear about the trade? 
that there no. was actually a trade offer on the table, uh, rumored this week. Uh, I heard Schefter talking about it that Cleveland had offered. Um, I can't remember who they offered player wise, but they had offered like a first and a second round pick. And the reason that Alex Smith didn't uh, agree to it because the the whole deal had to it kind of had to have his agreement was Cleveland wouldn't didn't want to commit long term. Washington offered the five year deal. Cleveland only wanted to offer like a two year deal, and Alex Smith was like, "Man, I'm good." And so the, Cleveland was actually had the, the better back. had the better offer on the table, but because they wouldn't commit to the long-term contract for Alex Smith, Alex was like, nah, I'm good. He just wanted to get, you know, the, the security and the payment, so. Yeah, maybe they'll get Cousins. Uh, it's sure. not going to matter. It's not going to matter. Okay, so they'll win four games next instead year of instead zero. of zero? <laughs> Four better. That's 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 a, that's a they, 400%. They could quadruple. They could quadruple the win I mean, total. Like yeah. if Cleveland, if they trade away draft picks to try to get Cousins, they're the well, dumbest. You don't fucking have to though. He's a, he's a free agent. You don't have to trade draft. Picks. Okay, if they do, if they waste cap space, they've got cap space. Cousins. They've got millions. <laughs> to be, you've also to be got fair, like two top ten picks. To be fair, if they sign Cousins, it's actually not the dumbest thing that they've done in the last. Yes, years. it is because if you think about the money that Cousins is going to demand, no, no, but but it's the price of doing business. Actually, if they sign Cousins, and, and who is going to block for Cousins, it doesn't matter who's back. Well, no, but no, that, but that's that the allows thing. you to that's use your it. draft yeah, choices say, to but pick that's those what guys I, up. But my point being, you, it it's not going to matter but next they, year. But they've set will not matter. But sure, set, they may that may help them down the road. But it's up for the in the position to get better by signing cousins and then using the draft picks that they have to surround him with talent. Like I'm, I mean, I'm not talking saying about Cleveland. Cleveland. No, 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 They're going to cuckling okay. this one up. I, I'm They're going to trade no. away their top two I'm draft not, picks. They'll I'm sign cousins. They'll, they'll sign it. cousins and then they'll trade away their top two draft picks right. and be like, here's the ideal situation for Cuckling right now. They, they sign cousins. All the rest of the team, they draft an abyss. They draft Saquon Barkley. And with the fourth pick, they look for a lineman or a wide receiver because, let's face it, Josh Gordon won't be there McGlinchey. next year. He's already smoking weed somewhere. Josh Gordon He's is, going it, to the XFL. He never stops. Yeah. <laughs> He's high as a kite right now tonight. Guaranteed. Somewhere, <laughs> Josh Gordon the has got a bong and, a, and a, a bowl about as big as my ass, and he's smoking it. Why is this the size of your ass? You did this big. My asshole. Well, I didn't say the whole. You, but you did a size. Well, this that's big. it. When I talk about Cleveland, that's how you big said, my asshole. You is. said this a bong big. the size of my ass, <laughs> meaning the whole, and you made a this big of a hand gesture. As the Burlon world <laughs> continues, I'm just gonna sit over here and drink beer. Y'all let me well, know what you're doing. All I know is I know you had Skyline tonight, but Jesus Christ, now we gotta get <laughs> you to the hospital. All I know is <laughs> it doesn't if even they, taper. If it they screw up this draft. After 64 years, I'm done. They will screw up this draft. I, I will call that right now. As I will, I will say there are two things for sure in the universe. The Patriots will win on Sunday, and Cleveland will fuck up the draft. <laughs> Damn it, he's right. That is my buddy, absolutely going to happen. My buddy, my buddy said the other day, he goes, well, we could trade number one and get like two first-round picks next year. And I said, we've done that every year. I said, eventually – you got to make the fucking picks. <laughs> you have to choose a human being. You just can't say, I've got 
27 first-round picks. <laughs> you want to trade with me? Cleveland, Cleveland Browns kicking the can down the road since 1999. God, they just, suck. We'll, we'll pick somebody up next year. Should, should we consume it or can it? No, we need to do one more thing uh, before the we vote? do that. What's that? The vote. The vote? The, the poll, you mean? Yeah. Well, I was going to ask my dad his opinions on Chief Wahoo <laughs> as oh. an Indians fan. Oh. Yeah, because okay. I used to be an Indians fan. So I feel like I am not the only people who are offended that the Indians are removing the, the mascots are racist. Indians fans. Like, that's it. Those are the only people who are upset that this is happening. So, Dad, as an Indians fan, a non-racist Indians fan, <laughs> are you upset that they are removing Chief Wahoo? I, you know what? I don't have any problems with their, them removing Chief Wahoo. I mean, you haven't won dick <laughs> for years. Maybe this big tooth prick is is some kind of freaking jinx. The big t- get rid of him. Get rid of the bastard and get something new. Change change something. That's what, so we had <laughs> talked about it before where like, oh, had the Indians beaten the Cubs in the World Series, that would be a good time to just be like, hey, we won the World Series. We're starting fresh. It's right. it's done. Maybe the the tactic is we haven't won dick because we have Let's this change. asshole. Well, no, but that's uh, that's also correct. They've gotten so close, and they can use it as a, as an argument. They won't, but I'm just saying it could be it as a you know what? Hey, maybe this is the reason why we haven't got out of the hump. We've gotten right up there. We were an Edgar Renteria slap up the middle of '97, <laughs> and a uh, you know I can't remember how the the most recent World Series ended. As far yeah. as how they fucked it up, but the, the <laughs> Rajay Davis three to, game. three to one in this in the uh, World Series and lose, yeah. right? Well, I mean, and they yeah, came back. Fine. They came back to right. I was gonna say Rajay Davis hit the the fucking home run and tie the game. But that's what I'm saying. To After that, I can't on remember Chapman. I can't right. Deuce I can't remember. Bag. But either way, they can look at it and say, hey. Maybe it's because we've got a super racist fucking mascot that we can't get over this hump. And we would have won two other World Series otherwise. <laughs> so, hey, we'll throw the baby out with the bash bathwater and come on in. We're, uh, we're going with the Black Sea. As a human being, I, I just, I'm not Native American, but you know what? That's the most disgusting caricature I've it ever seen. Awful. You know, the Atlanta Braves, the Braves, like Scott said. The Braves, that's a real thing. They yeah. were called Braves. Right. That's like a badge of honor for a Native American. But not some fucking big smiley face guy with a big nose. I don't know any Americans that look like Chief right. Wahoo, first of all. <laughs> Who the fuck part. is that? Where did they get this shit from? We talked about it before when this whole thing like started where MLB was starting to pressure. It's the Al Jolson of mascots. Yeah. Yes. It's exactly what the, it is. Awful. Terrible. Uh, so terrible. It, the the people who are offended by it, and that's the, the craziest thing to me. The people who are offended by it are the ones that are like, I am so sick of people being offended by things. Yeah. And making me snowflakes. But they're the ones that are offended. And then in the same breath, they're going to be Make like, America great, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 
you can throw it out there 100% that way. I was just going to say they're also the same ones who will turn around and say, a business has the right to do what they want. They should be able to run their business how they want. What do you mean the business decided to change their racist mascot? <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah. This is bullshit. You can't have it both ways. Oh, you yes, can't you have can. it both ways. You can in the United States. The Indians, as an organization, made the decision that most likely monetarily will benefit them more by getting rid of a super racist mascot. They made that choice. They're allowed to make that choice. That's all this comes down to. Right. And people that are offended by it and like, there's a there's a goddamn petition to save of Chief Wahoo. There's a petition to save. There's a petition to save a, a, a racist character caricature that never actually existed. Yeah. I mean, look at it's and, unreal. And I, look at I. I, I have gone on record, and I'll say it again. Me, 20 years ago, I'm like, fuck that tradition. Uh, it's, a, it's a logo that's been around, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> just because I was just a traditionalist with logos, and I, I didn't want to say. But you know what? All it takes is one person to say, that's fucked up. But I've yeah. even come to the conclusion that, you know what? That's fucked up. So... That's two people. So if nobody else in the <laughs> if nobody else in the universe but me and one other guy says, "Hey, that's pretty racist," then they should change it. And and they've been slowly we we talked about it on the show. They've been slowly phasing it out for years yeah. now. Yeah, they they have, they have known can this we, day was coming. Can we step back though for a second? Let's let's take one step back from this whole thing. The Indians in this move made one of the smartest business decisions I have ever seen a team make, right. and nobody fucking caught on to it. Because what they did was they sent out the press release that said, hey, starting in 2019, we're not using Chief Wahoo anymore. He's gone. On we're our We're taking uniforms. him off the hats. We're taking him off the jerseys. But you can still buy shit with him. And everybody went, you're getting rid of him. I'm buying fucking everything right now. Yeah. And... And all the Indians are doing are like, sweet. So we appease the people who think it's bad because we're getting rid of it. And, and the people who the, the people who want to keep it are going to buy every fucking thing we print with it. And they are just laughing the whole way to the bank. Oh, no, it was absolutely smart. But at the same time, I'm just like phase one, collect underpants. <laughs> phase two, question mark. Phase three, get profit. paid. <laughs> no, I mean, it was totally smart. But at the same time, I'm just like. Everybody needs to get on board at the end of the day, even the people if, that, you know, are like, oh, this is a judicial logo. Just well, you know, if I was a, a, a fan of Chief Wahoo and I went to the Indians game, I'd get all my friends to kneel down. Fuck them. I'm kneeling down. <laughs> that, that would actually I'm be the funniest down. part. You know what? I support Chief Wahoo, but we also <laughs> don't want to stand for the, the national anthem. That would blow I'm their down. fucking mind. I'm kneeling down. Those I, uh, motherfuckers wouldn't know what to do. <laughs> I will say, I, as and, as a white male uh, who, like, I mean, I clearly have every advantage going my way in this country. You need to take a step back. Just because something isn't offensive to you doesn't mean right. it's not offensive. Exactly. Like, that's what everybody needs to realize. And with that being said, we'll take a look at the Motherfucker of the Week poll because Scott has the hiccups and he <laughs> can't get through Shit. the rest of the show. I'm good. Motherfucker of the week, uh, 89% of the votes 
Chief Wahoo defenders are uh, your motherfuckers uh, yes. of the week. There, there uh, was kind of a no daughter. I mean, I mean, we rigged this bowl pretty good pretty, to get them pretty, to be the motherfuckers. Pretty, like the only pretty way, the only thing good. that would have made this poll fair this week is if we were like, your motherfuckers of the week are Chief Wahoo defenders and Hitler or Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. Vote. Then I, people would I be would like, Hitler. Ooh. Also the same. Absolutely the same. <laughs> Let's get into Consumer Candidate. Consumer Candidate brought to you by Tavor.com. Head on over to our website, craftbreedsports.com. Click the sponsors link. Uh, sign up for a Tavor account. Once you place your first order, you'll get a $10 credit to your account. So do that. Uh, tons of great beer. Not this one, though. This one was not on Tavor. This is Lagunitas something easy. Um, Papa B, you're up first. Yeah, let's hear you, Dad. Consuming this beer or canning this beer? Oh, I like it. I like it. I really did. Nice. And that's surprising. That is surprising because when I I was was looking for something, I was like, all right, I need something that uh, I know Dad doesn't like IPAs. And you've told me before, I don't like all this fruity shit you buy. That was an exact quote from my dad. (laughs) I don't like all this fruity shit. So I was like, what's not a fruity beer? And I saw this one and was hoping that it was going to be. So you're consuming it. Yep. I am also going to consume this beer. Uh, I was worried that after like one or two, it was going to get kind of rough. But I've almost finished three and it never it never failed on me. Uh, Same taste from beginning to end. Definitely a good beer. beer. Uh, I'm going to consume it. We'll make that a triple consume. There was thoughts early on that I would uh, can this beer. And I'll tell you why. It's. After the initial opening, when we thought, wow, this smells really hoppy, it must be an IPA, to the initial sips where, oh, it's not really an IPA, there was this weird pepper flavor I had to it, where it it kind of had this aftertaste of pepper, and I, I, I couldn't I figure out- I never got that once. I couldn't figure out where- <laughs> No, I couldn't figure out where that came from, and I was like, oh, this is it. This is going to be why it doesn't hold up. But then it went away. And Must so, have been the ice. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, it was probably something I, artificial. So You know what? That's that's a good point. This is the first time I've had a beer on the show in weeks where it wasn't altered by hypnotic. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I've wow. had true beer. F- well, I guess we did have Fireball. There's your yeah. pepper flavor. It was the Fireball. Ah, just the cinnamon. No, that wasn't it, though. <laughs> Because there was a, no, the reason I say that is because it was well after. Oh, well, go fuck yourself. <laughs> but good. yeah, no, I, I've got to consume it. But like I said, it it, it is a <coughs> overall, it's a weird flavor. Like I, I still don't even know what to classify it as. I don't. It's not an IPA. It's not an ale. Yeah. It's it's a beer. <laughs> it is. It is a. Like, I would. That's that's. The weirdest. Part I would for put me this if I had to. to if I had to try is. to tell somebody what this is, I would say it's an IPA light. That yeah. would be the best way that, to describe this beer. That IPA is light. absolutely probably the best way to go, is because it and smells I would spell like it, an IPA. I would spell it L I T E because that's what you do with beers, yeah, apparently. L I T. Yeah. Uh, it smells like an IPA. It it's not as harsh as it doesn't finish as. <laughs> But all the other symptoms are there. So, triple consume. Lagunitas. Something easy. Triple consume. You know what? The name kind of fits. It is. It's an easy drinker. And the fact that that I've had three of them and uh, I don't feel like I'm super drunk, that's pretty solid. 
God damn right I wasn't. That means I have to come up with a question for you next week. Good luck. I am totally going to fuck that up. <laughs> I, you know what's ask, funny? ask him something about Hank Williams. <laughs> no, it's no, got to be. It's, it's the be same topic. It's 90s hip hop. No, that's not fair. Wait, 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 wait. It no. is fair because he has missed questions that I've asked him. I have. Past. But I'm trying to remember now what got me back on to asking you the questions because there was a point where you were asking me the questions for, I think, yeah. two weeks. And I'm trying to think. What I asked was the you one something thing I got about. Right? I asked you something about West Side Connection. You got it right, or you got it no, wrong. No, I got it wrong. Yeah. Uh, I asked you to name uh, the real names of Puff Daddy, Mace, and Biggie, and you got Puffy and Biggie, but didn't know Mace was Mace, Mace and Betha. Betha. Yeah. Uh, and then whatever that third question was was the one that. That's what I'm saying. I cannot on track remember. And I have not come I, back. And since. You know what's funny? For weeks, I've sat here and thought, "What the." Hell did I do to get back on track? Because crew, I crew, go back in the in the uh, coffers and figure this out. You guys need to go back and figure out what what the question was that Scott got right that put him back on. Uh, Send us a tip on track because I have no idea. I don't even know when that would have been. I mean, I feel like I've been I feel like I've been answering weeks this question wrong weeks for weeks. Yeah, the freaking bottle's almost empty. <laughs> That's the second bottle. Oh. <laughs> You're a pasty white motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Pops, did you hear the story about me buying Hypnotic and Jameson at the same time? No. <laughs> that was a classic. We'll, t- we'll tell you uh, after the show. I didn't mix it. I didn't mix it. I saw that face. It wasn't It wasn't to mix, but... Uh, I'm I got, just thinking I if somebody caught. walked up to me with that, I'd say, <laughs> do you know what the fuck you're buying? <laughs> That's more That's or less what happened. Essentially, but it was from some big dude in the back of the line. <laughs> And it also involved the phrase, is this motherfucker? And then, yeah, he was black. I don't blame him. (laughs) Uh, Pops, thank you so much for doing this show. This was was one of the best episodes ever. Thank you for joining Uh, us. How does it feel, Dad, knowing that you have uh, groupies already? One time on the show, you already have groupies. We've been doing this. This is episode number 83. (laughs) No groupies for us. You're on one episode. You got groupies. That's. Amazing. Yeah, we're just not greasing any poles. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as always, guys, you can follow the show at Crafty Sports. Follow me at Mike Burlon. Follow Scott at Scotty K underscore Junior. Follow my dad at Vic Burlon. Right. Hit up the drunk line whenever I feel you like want. It should be at Papa B. It should be. We're going to change your Twitter handle this weekend, Dad. When it's you're in happened. town, it's going down. <laughs> uh, hit up the drunk line whenever you want. Four four zero thirty seven drunk. Next week, we have a very special segment that we are debuting. Mookie hits the streets. Oh, Our buddy was at Cincinnati Beer Fest. Shit. Mookie went and interviewed some people. Tune in next week. Check that out. Thank you guys so much for listening. Cheers, everybody. Go Eagles! Fly, Eagles! Fly! <laughs>